What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Metiche Monday, brought to you by Emo Brown Podcast, the umbrella company, all of the things, the empire, oh shit, Emo Brown Empire, bro, yeah. brought to you by the wonderful people at the wonderful spot, two years in, the grasshopper, fuck bro, we gotta talk about that, oh yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> take your card in, make it clack at 20% back, if you go on a Tuesday, you get three Emo Brown pre-rolls for $12 in addition to... What is it like? Thirty percent discount on everything, fool! Wow, I've never been in a in a bus where you partook in those kinds of activities, bro. That was crazy. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't forget, Tribal Street where's also the label that can, label, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a brand that hooks us up, takes care of us, all of the things. Make your card clack there, get twenty percent back. Why? Because Uncle Bobby said so, bro. If you're in the hood, might as well stop by and get something that's still cloud as well. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just know you're not going to okay. get that Pendleton hookup, though. Hey, just just remember this. When Albert Aguirre, the small tooth fucking real estate agent, was little and thin, that was him right there. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, make it you moves. want a house? I got a house. Oh, oh. I got a house. Let's uh. get this house. I'm so fly, I'll help you refi. Look at that, bro. There they are now. <laughs> Always under the watchful eye of the sponsors, bro. They want to make sure we dot every I and cross every T. SilkCloud.com. Emo30 gets you what? 30% off. And we don't stop there, bro. Those are some nice gafas you're wearing, Barry. Just Barry. Do you know what gafas are? I look really good in these gafas. Gafas are street slang for shades, shade ruskies. Those are the uh, limited edition 3Punk L95 with the homie Mike Metcalf. Those are some shades. Take your card there. Number 41 right here. Dude, if take, you got 69, I want to trade. I will pay you, too. Really? Look yeah, if you got number do 69 Do you have any glasses? extras of those three punks? I do. Yes, oh. I do. Why? What happened? What you I need? I think I need some. Uh, oh, she's probably oh, looking wow. <laughs> All right. So that's how that works. See how I got goaded into something? <laughs> Take your card to Arts and Rec and get yourself a discount. Why? Because you, you've earned it, dog. You've made it happen. Um, three punk kills. Let me talk to you about three punk kills. Put the camera on me. What's wrong with you? Put the camera on me. <laughs> Ooh, with the fade? Mm. That was nice. Three Punk Ales, tomorrow, Tuesday, we will be releasing the highly anticipated seasonal release of our Imperial IPA. It's just shot. I think it is actually 10% IPA. It's almost a double. And uh, it is a double. Most of it is a triple. Pelotero, bro. Sheesh. Ooh, Pelotero comes out tomorrow. All the things. Pelotero hats. A lot of people have been hitting them up. How do I get that hat? Come to the brewery. Get that shirt. Sauce. All of the things brought to you by El Chicle. He set it all up for us. A beer is fucking fabulous. Get it in a in a crawler, 32 ounce. Caguama style or come in and pick up a four pack. Available tomorrow just in time for the Mexico City series. For all of you who are going, I hope to see you there. For all of you not going, step it up. Step it the <laughs> fuck step, up. Step your fucking shit up, bro. <laughs> Three punk ales for all your drinking needs. Unless, unless we're going to the Alabama. Stacey, what the fuck are we drinking today? Uh, it doesn't have a name. What? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't named it. Uh, no? This is the shisha way then. Yeah. The shisha way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. It's, um, we have mezcal. We have some triple sec, pineapple juice. Don't think, don't think that little glass goes unnoticed. All right. That little oh, LA, yeah. that little LA glassware. Don't, oh, don't think. Oh, wow. This LA glass? There's that one right. What the <laughs> fuck are cilantro? we drinking today? Oh it's my plastic. God. Look at that. They don't give people glass in LA. Come That's on. That's crazy. <laughs> I actually got that when Caesar and I went to a game last year watching the Padres against the Dodgers. Nice. At, at the, that sucks. Movie beat you guys. 
<laughs> no, you guys didn't beat. Actually, I think we swept y'all. Really? Anyways. How does um, that? No, don't, don't fucking start, CZ. <laughs> no, I'm not going to start. Anyways, please enjoy your Yeah, drink. what are we drinking? It's delicious. What is it? It has mezcal. It has cilantro, pineapple juice. <laughs> we need to think about this so I can order more of them. <laughs> Dude, it has a fucking I don't really love mezcal, but everybody does. I actually don't there it like is. it Oh, either. really? Yeah, that's why I made it say so I don't get all hammy. Damn, looking like chongo spice. If you were a spice girl, you'd be that chongo spice. Mm-hmm. Look at that thing. <laughs> if you want to be my. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was a Spice Girl that didn't sing. They never gave her a mic. <laughs> uh, she was yeah. a dancer only. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that dude from Blues Traveler? Like he would sing underneath the stage so they didn't see him. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. What? I don't know about that. Nah. That's cool. It's like some on, Disney guys. shit. Come like on, from guys. This is tasty. I taste pineapple. I taste the. I taste the mezcal. It's I t- so good. What else is in there? Cilantro. Cilantro. Lime. Limoncitos. Ooh. And Serrano. These would be great at that golf tournament that golf? happens once a year. Yeah, you know? It's coming up shortly. Yeah, I think we should serve yeah. these. They're actually really this, this refreshing. Like I like mm. it a lot. And I don't even like Miss. That's my favorite golf tournament. I'm the gonna only, go this year. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's I want to go tournament. and watch and share everybody. Why don't you go and Come DJ? to my booth. Oh, I, I didn't know you had DJs out yeah. there. Can she DJ at my booth? Fuck yeah. Oh. No? Bad idea, DJ? No, because then you get We're stuck. Hole you number get st- one. Everyone's like oh. doing shit. I could put a playlist on for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Do a playlist. Do a playlist. There you go. You're not down. Well, <laughs> at the top of your playlist, what would it be? Um, I don't know. That's Here. a hard question. I'd hate qu- music questions. Give me questions. one. Just one. Music Just one song that quickly comes to mind. <laughs> if you want to be um, All Night lover. Long. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which out does that one go? All Night Long. Yeah. All night long. No, that's Lionel Richie. No, I'll give you a pro tip though. You, you just when you go to the golf tournament, you just have to commandeer a, a golf cart. Oh, oh yeah, that's the yeah, most, that's the move. That's, that's the, the move. powerful move too. What? Especially make sure you that, have like, to have a, get a golf cart. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. So that's should I get there early? Yeah. yeah. If yeah, you don't got a golf cart, don't even show up. It sucks. Yeah. Just sitting there and everyone somewhere else, you know. In addition, oh, look at all. I was going to linger it over to Albert, but Albert's over there opening the door. Oh, Make yourself shit. at home, homie. Make yourself at home over here letting people in, dog. <laughs> shit. Albert Aguirre and his compa. Fuck, I always call you Flavio, dog. Without the L. He don't take no L's. Nah. So his name is El Compa Fabio, Fabio y El Compa Albert. Full circle group. They're here to make sure that we're pronouncing their names correctly mm-hmm. and also dropping down all the latest information in your market report. Shoot over, shoot over your logo, guys. Oh, you don't have it? No. Oh, I'll drop oh they're kind of twinning right now. Let's see, fool. Before you do that, why don't you talk a little bit about what's going on? What's going on? It's what's cute. going on, dog? What's going on? Get on the mic. Get, get on the mic. You gotta talk into the mic. What the fuck? You want us to read your mind? What's the freestyle? <laughs> <laughs> drop it. Come on, guy. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't have I don't have headphones. All right. You don't want them. How do I sound? Sound good. Get comfortable. No, it's been uh, a lot of the same stuff that we've seen over the last six months, which is basically a lack of inventory. Still a ton of buyers looking to buy homes. What does that do? That drives up the cost, obviously. It drives up the cost. And I mean, I think what we're seeing is it's maintaining the cost, right? Where I think everybody was expecting to see um, the housing market take a dip. It's been steady year over year. If anything, we've seen a 2% increase year over year um, in pricing. And so great time to be a seller if you're looking to... um, you know, put your house on the market. It's an outstanding time to be a seller. <laughs> I can't take you serious sometimes. Why? I gotta get Why? It's too much history there. Too much history there. Next time, I, next time I want Fabio on the mic. Because your name does have an L in it, fool. I ain't about to. <laughs> you just handle the PowerPoint. Fabio, you still can't believe it's not butter. Remember that? <laughs> fact checking. They're fact checking. All right, cool. What? How much do I need to get into a house right now? How much do you? I mean, that depends on the house. Chula Vista, two story, four bedroom. 
So I think we we looked into the average house of a of the average cost of a house in the South Bay. One hundred million so dollars. National <laughs> million City, San Cedro, and everywhere in between, somewhere in the seven hundred thousand dollar range. El engancho. How do you say engancho? engancho. How much, yeah. Engancho. How much do I need for a down payment? Um, I think all in. You're you're looking somewhere between three and six percent. Okay. Um, oh shit! Really? That's, yeah, yeah. So it's not like an absurd amount of money, and there's still programs out there to help people out. Um, I think every situation's very um independent of each other i think everything's different it's different for every person right so it'd be a matter of custom tailoring something specific for for your situation credit scores what's needed 580 i mean if i get you need it you know 680 you probably anything in the 700s you're getting the best rates but if you wanted to buy a house rate right now Let's just say I had 750. So it depends on the kind of program that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Damn, that was and a the, flex. And these obviously ahead, change. Yeah. 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 This big old right. dick that just fell on the floor. 750 credit score. What's cracking? That's a, that's a Benita credit. Mm, 91902, <clears> bro. Um, <laughs> I it, It's ranging high fives, low sixes is kind mm. of what we're seeing right now, depending on the program, if you're going government-based program or So I need um, at least 700. Let's just fucking be real. Yeah. You want to get the best deal, you need at least 700. You need at least 50 G's. But if you needed a house and you had a 580, we can make that work. Okay. Wow. And, and at the end know. of the day, that's... Make oh, that work. Right. Oh, Lexi. Well, I just, for people that don't own homes, <laughs> yes. um, I know there's a lot of programs, right? Like first-time buyers. Like, what are those? Like, let everybody know, because I know a lot of friends that are looking for houses that don't know Ask you for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there's there's different programs, and um, we work with a couple of different preferred lenders that have different stuff on the side to help. Um, but it, basically what it does, it, it reduces the amount they have to bring to the table to own a home mm. right so whether instead of going five percent down three percent hey that two percent can help cover the closing cost etc um and there are still through uh cal Hafa, some some uh, down payment assistance programs i know there was a lot of talk about this um california dream for all program so those funds got that depleted way. but that doesn't work. <laughs> but no because no, we're going to talk through that in, in 10 days by the way that, that's the kind of demand yeah 300 mil in the state of california gone in 10 days really but there are still programs that still have funding that we've been able to help people you know do these things i with. purchased the home in the past i have a home now my wife has not been part of the process of me purchasing the home is there a program that exists where she buys the house for us and it's first time buyer for her or do i need to divorce her oh <laughs> yeah how does this work it's a strategic I mean, divorce so, three years i, I think Get on the mic, Fabio. Fuck, now you're going to get Fabio yeah, yeah. up, bro. You're going to get Fabio up, dog. Right there. Boom. Look at that. So, yeah. I think um, a lot of the times people get confused with what a first time home buyer program is. They feel like, hey, you can only use it if you're buying a house for the first time. But there's actually different rules that yeah, programs have name. where you, if you haven't owned a house in the last three years, you automatically, quote unquote, oh. qualify as a first time home buyer or, yeah. or can have yeah. access to that program. Okay. A lot of people think like FHA, for example, it's it's a first time home buyer loan, but it's not. It's just a loan that allows anybody to come in with as little as three point five percent down. So there's a ton of information, and I know people get caught up, you know, reading on the internet, uh, trying to do as much re- as much research as they can, and that's where the, a lot of the misinformation comes from. Hmm. Best See, thing Donald you could do, <laughs> best thing you could do is it reach some reach out to somebody that you trust that has done it before or that cool. has gone through the process. I know it's a good realtor, Auburn Fabio. And Ooh, then, you know, and then we can tailor exactly a program that fits that particular person's needs because everybody's needs are different. Bottom line, you want a house. The hardest part, not necessarily is qualifying for a loan or doing that to get a home. It's finding a home and making sure your offer is strong enough to get that home in today's market. In yes. today's market. Yes. Damn, in fool. Today's I just looked up, perro. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, make me a real estate agent, dog. I think I could do wonders. I think you crush it, bro. Yeah. I think you crush it. But you know, to you your need point, another job. That do right. Yeah, learn you don't have enough going on. Yeah. I want to be a real estate agent, dog, just so I can have that cool little number D R E. Fucking hashtag. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Put a picture of yourself on your car while you drive around. Yeah. Yeah. Tour cool houses. I'm a real estate agent. Thank you very much. Agent. Real talk, man. Um, I'm gonna look heavy on you guys if if and when the time comes, which should be soon. I I, I have growing boys. They're they're big. As a matter of fact. Happy birthday to my middle kid, Wacky Jackie, dog. Happy Jackie's birthday today. Yeah, dude, Wacky, Wacky Jackie turning the big nine, bro. Wow. This motherfucker is a sneaky guy. He goes around asking everybody in the family, like, hey, so what do you want to get me? And then he says, well, yeah, like, that, that's, his, that's his, his hook to get you in. Like, hey, what do you want to get me for my birthday? Little Debo. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom is like, what do you want, Michael? And then my dad is like, what do you want, Michael? Then my sister's like, what do you want? So he goes individually on mm, everybody, That's bro. called marketing. He gets the commitment. He What'd knows what's up. <laughs> he wa- bro, so I can sign you up for. He wanted, and he was very specific with me, with what he asked me. He wanted, I want a, um, a magnet chessboard, dad. I oh, want shit. a chessboard that's magnetic. That way, when I move the pieces, they're not going to fall. I said, all right, Papa, got it for him. He couldn't wait till today. He opened it last night, bro. Uh, this guy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. In English. This little fucker scares me. This little fucker scares me, bro. Anywho, thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Albert. Awesome. Fabio. Full group circle. Uh, you're definitely on the short list of. of pe- what did I say wrong again? I said Fabio, bitch. You said full, full group circle. Full circle full group. group. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, but aquí estás, no? you heard. <laughs> All right. Maybe if the spawn. Never mind. I ain't gonna blast. I ain't gonna blast nobody today, bro. I ain't gonna blast nobody. Just know. Just know we're paying attention. While you're out in Coachella, the way that my checkies works. I know you're out in Coachella, so I know your fucking your account is in and it's working, right? I know Venmo's working if you're in Coachella, motherfucker. How was Coachella? Um, yeah, we have fun. a segment later. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe us because we give the best customer service here at Emo Brown on the podcast, on all of the things. Jump on Spotify, jump on the YouTube channel, jump on Twitch, jump on Apple Podcasts. Jump on it. Dude, Apple Podcasts is fucking slain. It's killing. It's doing all of the things. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, yeah, it's weird. You know, we 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 we're a little weird the way we drop episodes. We weren't supposed to drop. Now look at that shit right there. Oh, the emo brown. That. The emo okay. brown. The emo brown. Emo brown podcast. Emo brown. Look at us, bro. And I'm, <laughs> whoa. We do things a little differently, but for some reason it works. We dropped an episode on Sunday, uh, so maybe some of the people didn't see it because of the algorithm. Mm. I look on rhythm. Uh, Jerry Garcia <laughs> came through over the week, and we dropped that episode yesterday on Sunday. So if you're out there, you haven't seen it. Fucking hilarious fella came out, had a good time with him. CC, I think you're appreciative of his humor. We it talked was- about a lot of things. We talked about his hair part. We talked about, you know, what it's like touring on the road. <laughs> is this he still fucker. Mad? Is he still mad about that? You know what? He he <laughs> said all content is good content. <laughs> and right. then he was all about it. So, so he came with a bigger hair part this bro, time? Bro, it was huge, bro. It was a big one. He's the hardest working Mexican, I think, in comedy right now. He is He lives on the road. Mm-hmm. Devil does not stop. He lives on the road. We would live on the road if it wasn't for the Emo Brown Social Club crew. So I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and name a couple of these guys that are very important to what we do. Hmm, where should I start? The new ones, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Garcia. Welcome to the crew. Cece, I never read your name. Let's work on that. Tyler Small, welcome. Joel Ballesteros, <laughs> Manny Rubio, Alfredo Rubio. Oh, my bad. I fucked that up, dog. Alfredo Ramirez, James Moffat IV, Steve Paye, Greg Hoover, Angel Munoz, Cisco Garcia, Leila Burros, Ernie. Damn, el compa Ernie, dog. 
That one's for you, Ernie. He sent me a heartfelt message. He's like, hey, bro, I really appreciate the things you do. You make me laugh on the regular while I'm on Marfan in the ranch and, you know, kicking shit with my boots. Um, Why isn't he here? Is he still in He town? left. He, he left, left yesterday. He left, yesterday. Yeah, he left yesterday. I did all I could to make it work, but it, it, it just wasn't going to happen. Uh, well, we're just going to have to fucking go to Texas, bro. He's coming back in June. Yeah? He told me that this weekend. Nice. Good for you. Well, I think we're just going to have to go to Texas, dog. What do you think? I'm down Road for a Texas down. trip. How close is I'm it to, so like, uh, to where everything's popping off right now? Well, he's San, in San Antonio. He's in San Antonio. Yeah. So is that close to like? Well, fucking... San Antonio's dope right now, man. It's it's having its resurgence right now. Nice, bro. Whatever. And resurgence. Let's go, <laughs> dog. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> Luis Andejas, my favorite two of the couple. El compa Fabian, Milo por vida. That fool is back down in Jalisco, bro. What's that? He's down in Jalisco again. I saw him doing a live yesterday. Is he? That, I'm assuming. No, no. He's he's gonna head to uh the. Head to Unless go. he has an epic fucking set with a nice backdrop. Oh no, of- yeah, he was at courtyard yesterday. For oh, so that wasn't in Jalisco. No. Could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> but he's gonna be over there. He was gonna be over there in Mexico City for the game. Yeah, for the me game. too. Like he leaves Thursday. He said. If you guys are out there, man, I want to link up. Buy me a drink. Fuck, let's go. Let's have some fun. How's it going with our guy, Albert? Oh, it- It'll work out. What he the had, fuck does that mean? It'll work out. This weekend, so he said he called me today. All right, cool. He was good. Remember uh, Alejandro, the driver? Say into the mic, Phil. Don't be scared. I wasn't invited today. Oh, so mommy and daddy are fighting. Fucking, I, I hate it when the, <laughs> I hate it when the circle doesn't connect. Yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> doesn't come full. Straight edge. Dude, I'm trying to get a driver in fucking Mexico City with like a fucking security guard for no reason, I dog. Like, I'm gonna have like twelve dollars in my wallet, but just, you know, awesome. Walk like two really big dudes just getting everywhere. Too. Yeah, go ahead. But um, I don't know if he's busy because he's always busy. Cool story, he's Alexi. Uh, uh, I can spice. find out. I can find out. <laughs> Eric Casas, Joseph Rodriguez, Papi Chavo. Let's not skip over Eric Casas, bro. No, Eric Casas is a god. He's Every now and then, like once a month, he'll hit me with some mind-blowing like realization of what he does. He just hit me with one earlier in the week, so we got a lot of cool shit that are going to happen, basically because Casas wants it to happen. <laughs> Nick McCollum, San Diego Graffiti, Matt Cease, like, happy birthday, you old motherfucker. Stone Masters, I say dude a lot. I say I still don't see a website. <laughs> I still don't see a website, fool. He got the login. He got the He's got the login? Oh, now yeah. it's on him. Yeah, it's on, it's on. <laughs> he put a post on his Instagram saying something about, respect me, fools ain't respecting me, bitch. <laughs> I don't wow. know if that if that if that was at me, you better check that shit, bro. I was he quoting it. Birdman? Shit, man. Put some respect on my Stunted daddy. like my daddy stunt. Maybe it was me. I was at the bar last night, so I'm probably talking some shit. You were talking some shit? <laughs> I might talk some shit. Fuck yeah, dog. I feel some dudes need to get their button pushed every now and then. I'm Not you though, pushing. I say dude a lot. Leah Smith, they're valiganting. Valiganting? Is that a word? No, gallivanting. Gallivanting. Hey, all right, relax. But you got yes, it. Out. Yes, out. <laughs> you got it. Gallivanting <laughs> in España right now. Well, big ups to Darren and Leah. Handling it. Zach Lifford, Jonathan Munoz, Kiki Sevilla, Hilly, 91X Hillary, Devin Bernardi, Cristina de la Toba, El Compa Tapia, a tall white guy just entered. Hey, somebody oh, check his card to make that sure hair. that he is a member of this crew. <laughs> Riev, Zendi, uh, Yendi, Ixchel, Lopez, Manny de Casas, Della Fielkowski, and a partridge in a pear tree. That's where we're going to end that shit right now, bro. The list is long. We appreciate it. I am very grateful for everybody who's involved and takes an active uh, role in helping us out. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, we have a barber on premise right now. Oh, yeah. I feel like the chariot Changing was popped lives. today, dog. Why don't you jump on the mic real quick and talk that? Because once you, once you're done talking, at the bar, at the bar, at the bar, bro. There it is. Cool. What up? What up? What up? Oh, we got Lowe's from Audersoft putting in some work today. You forgot his inaugural. Well, I'm technically I'm the inaugural. Yeah, you I'm were the, the cherry one. popper. I'm the yep. cherry popper. Then it was this degenerate pinchy yeah. Kurt no DJ. brain over here. But I Look got at that. Laid after you made more babies after the haircut. Yeah, bro. Look at that guy, Lowe's. You had a slate of three people. You've knocked your first one out of the way. You've got two more. 
Um, what what can we expect? How do we make an appointment? Where do we go? Yeah, just go to Otterstop on Instagram and DM me. I'll be mm-hmm. here every Slide Monday. Three slots. Three slots. Only. Damn. Exclusivity. Do you get trims, trims or no? <laughs> we could do trims, but... Like a baby one? Yeah, baby ones. We don't want you to cry if it's too much. Chongo Spice. <laughs> yeah, so you got just, 10.30, 11.30, and 12.30. Yes, sir. Those are the three slots that you're looking to fill every Monday. Yeah, and we encourage you guys to get uh, down with the Emo Brown, so... Become members, you might get a bigger discount. This is an opportunity Ooh, for yes. you to create fucking catchphrases, bro, right? Yeah, down down with, the, oh, that was a catchphrase? Yeah, Great. Yeah, Isn't that like a UPS thing? Yeah. Down with the brown? Down with down the brown. brown. Down with the brown to the bone. Hey, fool, I know you haven't worked at UPS for a few weeks, but they're fucking up. Two dog. weeks, bro. Yeah, it's been two weeks? Strike or what? Two weeks. I think, I think we're going to strike. So they're trying to like... Um, yeah, I, we are. First off, let me, let, me, let me preface this by saying I appreciate I'm very grateful for <laughs> being employed through UPS. Same. But... <laughs> Uh-oh. That being said, <laughs> yeah. way to hit us with it, you guys have to work a mandatory of 10 hours, 15 hours. You know, they're creating creating obstacles, which is fine. But the thing that they're doing is they're not giving us enough hours to meet that criteria. Well, not only that, is that a but game? What's going at on, the negotiation bro? table, the Teamsters have showed up to all the meetings mm. and UPS has showed up to none. Oh, shit. So now the Teamsters are writing up UPS. I think it's time for a foot race. Yeah, yeah and they're man. telling them, this is your verbal warning. <laughs> you didn't show up to work. He didn't show up to the negotiation table so that if the negotiations don't start, there's definitely going to be a strike, which I am down. Emo Brown News Network, breaking all the news for the Teamsters, for the fucking barbers, for the real estate agents. All right, for the guys. I'll tell you why UPS doesn't show up to those meetings because they're trying to send Steve and he just doesn't check his emails. <laughs> Good on you, man. I look forward to getting another cut. Actually, in uh, part of the clause, I get a cut every two weeks. So, fucking sepas. Oh, brought to you by Otter Stop Barber Shop. <laughs> well hey. done, bro. Did any of you weenies happen to catch the fight this weekend? No. Which fight? Tank, Tank Davis against fucking King Ryan. That one you I were so excited. Was short fight See? right it wasn't short it was seven rounds oh fuck first off let me shit on the zone for a little bit dude zone dude we, is... we bought it like 10 times yeah <laughs> i well, think we paid a thousand dollars we kept ordering it and, and nothing, it didn't back. show up i in the end i didn't watch it i didn't watch it through mm. the zone i had to find alternative methods to watch the fucking TikTok. fight something yeah <laughs> bro you want to watch a fight? Go on TikTok. You just oh, got to yeah. mute them because all they do is they talk on there. Like, or oh, YouTube. YouTube, I'm in? Mm-hmm. I feel YouTube is harder. But like it, TikTok, it was on and cracking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean and clear and in 4K. Like El Alpha mm-hmm. likes and was it. the feed getting like cut? You had to find another one? Or it no. Was like, I stayed on the no. same feed the whole time. Yeah. I, too, subscribed to The Zone and had to pay. And I didn't get anything. I had yeah. to pay, I paid twice. I only got charged once. I hit up Apple today. And what happened? Well, I don't know. We got to wait. Yeah, like, I'm going to hit up my back. bank. Yeah, I was, My bank right now is still pending. I was like, I ain't trying to pay like $100 for some shit I didn't get, bro. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, fuck. I ain't doing that no more. You weren't I'm, the only one. No, I went on a bunch of forums and everyone's yeah. just ripping on the zone, bro. Because we were at, uh, we were going to watch it at Salute. Like, mm. we closed early. And then, um, and so uh, I set it up before the fight started. And then I was, I'm going to go home and, and change the Rub one out real quick. And I'll come back. And then, uh, and I guess during that time, Ernie and like his family, like they all bought it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, fuck, we spent like a thousand dollars. Were you able to stream it though? Uh, yeah, like eventually, like we, we just went to payperview.com uh-huh. and bought it through there and then it worked. Payperview.com. Yeah, so, what channel do you stream it if it's on payperview.com? No, I don't know. We just had a laptop. We just yeah. Oh, dog. It was just too Yeah, ridiculous. it was a mess. It was, it a, was mess. a mess. A lot of work. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I'm never ordering it through there again. I'm me neither. Be, illegal streaming is the way for me. Sorry. We should have a companion next night. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you down or what? Nine bro? rounds. What would it be? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, we got to leave it up to chance. No, I want to do UFC fight three rounds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, we do have to leave it up to chance if it's a boxing match, bro. It could go 12. You know, you don't know. You're just taking a beer and a shot every well, round. But not every round. Why not? Oh, all of a sudden. All round. of a that sudden, you have fucking and ethics right and shit, fool. <laughs> Bitch, you had 10, 10, and 10. No, that's why, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> it took Casas like impressive. It took Casas a weekend getaway to recover. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was fun. We call so that is rehab. This a boxing match? <laughs> so it was King Ryan. I don't mm-hmm. like calling him King anymore. Yeah, nah. Fucking Ryan Garcia was against Ryan. fucking Tank Davis. And, you know, Javante gets down, fool. But they were talking about mad shit back and forth, woo woo shit. I got all hyped to watch it, and it was a whack ass fight, bro. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't what it was built up to be. But whatever, dog. I'm a big fighter. The, nice. the knockdown was nice. The knockdown. He ran right Ooh. into that little lefty. So it is what it is. Ryan didn't really show me much. He took. A, he took a shot to the yeah. ki- a liver, but that hurts. It's I get rap. it, bro. I get it. Was there other fights? Was there an undercard? I wouldn't know, bro. The mm. zone fucked me. You would fight for No, bro. Fucking better believe I'm calling Bank of America today, bro. bro. Fuck. That's why I watched TikTok in the fourth round and shit. (laughs) It was ridiculous. But yeah, man, I'm a big fan of fights. Next two weeks is a big fight. Pinchy Riley contra el Canelo, the cinnamon stick. So that'll be that'll be a dope ass fight. You know, since I've got an exclusive interview with him on Emo Brown News Network. We're friends now, right? We're homies, bro. He hits me up. Oh yeah, Sam. I got nothing for it. That's all he needs to say. Fuck. Wait, is this words. spot open yet? What's that? No. No, no. Okay. Yet. So, wifey and I drive down that street, like, religiously, because, yeah, you know, the you L. Because the L. Yeah. But I like to check on CeCe. And we drove by there, and the spot that is going to open it, he's like, See, in, in Mayo se va a abrir campeón. And I drive by there. Ain't nothing going on there. No. I don't think that she's. Maybe he meant maybe he say something like, I'm going to teach San Diego about And then about the tacos building next to it is for sale. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of. Welcome to Chula Vista and trying to build out, though. Chula Vista and building out is a little bit of a headache. There, yeah. There's a lot of obstacles and a lot of fucking hurdles to jump through. But Tell if it opens, it. that's a lot of responsibility. This motherfucker came out and said, ¿Sabes qué? Yo voy a traer tacos buenos a San Diego. I was like, oh, all right, boo. I already know what that means. Yeah. Dry so, ass tacos. Dude, everywhere else has dry ass tacos. No mames, Kim. I think it's tortillas. Fucking meat. Where's the shit? Where's the shit? Las that's how I was when I came here and there was nachos, but there what? was no beans on the nachos. Uh, what do you do? You need yeah, nachos, no, fool. No, no, well, I don't know. That's just something I I came to San Diego so I can have nachos, <laughs> and to my surprise, there was no beans on them. <laughs> <laughs> There's what not. The oh, bro. Modesto. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> One way street. Oh, man. I would only eat that shit if I was high. And on 420, what happened, Barry? You were high. Oh. No, I wasn't, fool. No, <laughs> I don't think any of us were. Did oh, you shit. not die? After all, no, no, no. So it turns out you can't smoke on premise at, at Grasshopper. Oh, yeah. okay. First off, Felicidades, Grasshopper. Happy two year anniversary. Oh, it's awesome. Thank you for thank, the shirt. Thank you for the hat, the shirt. Thank you for having us out there. They gave us Tosti Locos. We got to meet a crazy lady named fucking Mama Kush, bro. Mama oh, Kush, dude, dude, that was wild. 4,000 milligrams, Cece. What do you think of that? 4,000 milligrams. Is that all? Explain, explain it. Explain it. Yeah. 4,000 milligrams. No. Edible panties. <laughs> okay. Mama Kush. Made out of beef jerky. Mama Kush. <laughs> That's her specialty. Mama Kush be making. Edible panties, four thousand milligrams. And they're beef jerky. <laughs> no, uh, no like, she makes edible beef that. jerky. That That's delicious. like a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> she got offended when I asked if the underwear, underwear would be in beef it. jerky. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I don't know beef how well the live flavor? stream went because we kept we kept getting cut out. You know, we got getting cut off. Like we would get on a on a good roll, and good. then uh, you got to move, and then we'd start over again, and uh, we got to go again. I know. But, but it was fun. It, it, it's always fun. fun to like. 
push outside of our comfort zone and see what we're all about. Live broadcast. It's impressive to see what right? Casas mm-hmm. is capable of in the wild, dude. Oh, Casas gets down, dude. That's <laughs> like the fucking Matrix over there. He's like a. <laughs> like, what's that Casas song? That He's like, hey, you fools can leave. I'm gonna stay here. I'll fucking break it down. I was like, Damn, I'm gonna run this shit to the ground. Fuck. I was like, dog, it's four twenty, not eight ball twenty. Relax. Dog. He sent us to, to Best Buy and we fucking hey, conquered. Wait, wait, what's going on here? What's going? Oh, you got something for us? I said too Damn. Look at them uh, dusty look logos. Hey, well, that looked dope, dog. All right, let me, uh, Hey, we had vendors on premise. I forget the I name. I look like of the a company. man who has seen the inside of a van. Yeah, that <laughs> van. So they had a van on premise, and on premise was a van. And inside of that van, there was smoking going on, Scooby Doo style, bro. And as soon as 420 hit, they had a countdown, bro. They did. The fucking DJ had a countdown of 420. And if you look very closely in the oh, fucking horizon, the cancel cam. Look the it. cancel cam. That cancel cam is always on. And that, <laughs> hey, why is there a little sperm on the middle of the fucking screen, dog? Look at that thing Shit. right there. Oh, so look at that guy is on his way to the fucking bus. In He's that on his bus, way to happiness. <laughs> oh, that guy. In that bus, they were passing around like eight joints. There was like, oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they were just going in circles and circles and circles. I was like, dude, I got to go to Little League. I got to go to take my kids to Little League. So I get went in and I busted the, the fakey smoke. The one where you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The old and Bill Clinton. I, yeah, dude, I went in real quick and out. And then I dipped and then I was like. I did not inhale. I really did. I had a little bit and then I dipped. Awesome time. That's awesome. Amazing. Got to talk to Pinchy Big Ron. Got to talk to the bossman, the compound, El Andy. Talk to the homie David. They were all there. Had a good time. If there's enough good content there, we'll probably pop some Best of all, up. we met Mama Kush. We met Mama Kush, bro. <laughs> I am happy that that event was right after the middle school event. Damn, Ron's bro. huge. Oh, look at Ron. Oh. Hey, that guy is like Bad Bunny's number one fan. Yeah. Believe it or not, believe yeah. it or not, he didn't oh, want to tell it. us. He didn't want to tell us. He goes to all Coachellas. <laughs> he's I don't think he's he's every Coachella. There was some Coachinas. Like how you say it? Coachella, Coachinas were Coachella. there, bro. Coachella. How do you say it? Coachella. Oh, oh damn! damn. Wow. <laughs> Taste of your own medicine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, Coachella. I've never yes. been. I've never been. I've never. Oh, and I probably, oh there she is. Chongula Spice. <laughs> dropping, <laughs> dropping knowledge. Never been. This motherfucker went to watch Bad Bunny again. This fool's seen Bad Bunny more than any person I've ever met. For <laughs> real, seen Bad Bunny more yeah, than Bad Bunny. Yeah. That. So. Before I went to the 420 extravaganza at uh, Grasshopper, I went to uh, a middle school. And I don't feel right saying my, their name because I don't know how they fucking feel about it. Feaster Elementary School. <laughs> <laughs> Feaster Middle School. So it was a 7th and 8th grade career day and they had me in and I had my concerns and my doubts. But I reached out to them and I said, hey, real talk. Is this something I should be doing? I own a brewery, I own a bar, and we talk, have a podcast that's sponsored by, you know, uh, weed <laughs> by a cannabis company and some reckless fucking real estate agents. Is this something that we should be doing? <laughs> reckless real estate. Where's that Reck- one? Can reckless real estate. Yeah. We'll give everybody a loan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dog. So I'm like, and she was like, you know what? Talk about the process. Talk about the process it took for you to establish these businesses. Talk about the process it took to actually become what you are. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. These kids could give a fuck, dog. As soon as I got there, <laughs> I took pins. I took, they didn't give a shit, bro. Hey, you're handing out stickers. There huh? was a, yeah, I was handing out stickers. <laughs> That's it, three <laughs> Dude, I felt like Joe Camel, dog. I'm over here trying to pimp fucking vices to little kids. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. One of them, one of the little, the, oh, <laughs> this little girl was weird. She kept out telling me, I know your brand because my mom and dad go there like a lot. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like well, thank you to your parents. Pete. So I was giving them the number one question. 
how much money do you take and how long does it get to get to that number? And I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Damn. They didn't give a fuck. They just went in, bro. They're like, have you ever served beer to a minor? I was like, oh, Jesus. Damn. You want to start? <laughs> hey, what grade, was, what grade was this? Seventh and eighth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. seventh and eighth, you know. And then we just talked about what we what I do with the brewery, what I do at the bar, what we do with the fucking the podcast. Who's the coolest guest you ever had? And then, and I was, it was it was fun. It was cool. But they didn't Jim give a Ruland. shit, bro. Yeah, ooh, the vermin. Um, ooh. Damn, look at you, bro. Yeah. Uh. I know names. If, if Vermin wasn't white, would you have dropped his name? What? That's what uh, I thought. That's what I thought, fool. Bottom line, it was awesome go to there, go in there. Huh? They invited me back. I haven't responded to the email. I got to get back on that email and respond to them. But, man, would you ever do a career day, Barry? Fuck yeah. Yeah? I kind of did one at uh, San Diego State. I did a lecture, like, about the music lecture? industry. The fuck? Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, Fucking Professor Barry, bro. Professor it was Barry fun. all of a sudden, yeah. dog. <laughs> fuck yeah. What'd you talk about? LimeWire? I, I was high as fuck. Uh, <laughs> SDSU, bro. Come on. Hey, SDSU oh. is no joke anymore, dog. SDSU no. is like an Ivy League school. You need like an yeah. over 4.0 and scores that are higher than like your credit score. Mono Basically, Central. you ain't. Yeah, Mono I went Central. to Harvard on the Hill. So <laughs> you ain't never. And I don't think you could get to Southwestern anymore. Not anymore. Oh, <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm too old. Nah, it's over. How about you? Would you ever give a fucking do- a career day? Yeah, I've, I've done them before. Get it, girl. I've even did the like, you read a little kid's book with them. It's That's super creepy. cute. <laughs> they read yeah. it to you? No, you read it for them. <laughs> you read it for them. Lexi, the word is called opportunity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good for you, Lexi. Casas, how about you? Nothing much, man. This motherfucker thought I asked him what happened. I said, would you ever do a career day? <laughs> oh, career day. He doesn't no. want an everyday with us. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck, oh, dude. Man. I have too much going on over here. Yeah, right. uh, the like, stream fell off. Let, let, did, anyways, it, um, did it really? Mm-hmm. Is it on right now? Not Fucking right now, Oscar. We're we'll getting oh, back on now. Oh, but it's recording. We're still doing yeah, it? Yeah, we're recording. All right, cool. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about Taco Fest. Talk about mm-hmm. it. Taco Fest. This is your opportunity to shine right now, Lexi. Chungo Spice. So Taco Fest is happening Saturday at Waterfront Park. Um Gerardo Ortiz is playing. Wait, wait, wait. In the gang. Neta, el Gerardo Ortiz? Yes. No mames. Well, he replaced. There was another band before, but they dropped out. Calibre and we just got Calibre him. Calibre yeah. 50 was playing. Oh, we just got him. We. Oui. Well, the radio station. The radio yeah, station. Z90, <laughs> wow. Cool in the gang. King wait, time King. out. I think you're overlooking Gerardo Ortiz is sick. You don't, do you know who he is? Well, no, know. not no? really. Hey, Ortiz gets down. First off, his name's not Gerardo. That's the Rico Suave Gerardo motherfucker. Ortiz. Do, time out, do it again. Go ahead. I said Gerardo Ortiz. All right, give it to you. that fool. So no, no Calibra 50? All right, cool. Keep going. Yeah, Cool in the Gang. Kinky Vocab Company. Or um, yeah, SM Familia. Mr. Lil One, Mr. Shadow. Mr. Shadow, everybody! Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be a Michelada stage, too, Where's so that? the stage in the middle. I don't know if you've ever been to Taco Fest. Nah, I don't leave Chula Vista. So when you walk in, there's like, um, you know, whatever. You walk in, there's like a little stage, and then there's a big stage. But anyways, I get to DJ. Get it, girl! But I'm, I'm doing the doors, so it's like 12 p.m. Nobody's going to see me. Maybe somebody's going to see me. 12 get there early, go see her. But wait, do you like that better? Than... Yeah, because then I get to enjoy That's the rest I was gonna of the say. time. Yeah, you're getting paid. Yeah. You're, you're doing your thing. You're going yeah. on stage, and then you get to enjoy the other talent sets yes, there. Yes, exactly. Hey, you're a hustler, dude. Yeah. So. How many gigs did you have this weekend? I had a lot. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, well, that's on my um, Algo Bueno, so I'll oh, wait Slow down, that. slow down. <laughs> we have, how many tickets did they give us? They gave four. us four tickets. Four. Fuck, but now they had Ortiz. I think they only gave us two tickets, pero. No, actually, I'm, I'm not even in town. So, yeah, four tickets, two pairs of tickets to Taco Fest this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Two pairs? That's like 12 Waterfront tickets. Waterfront Park. Waterfront Park. Taco Fest. Michiladas. I start Ger- at noon, so get there. Ooh. Gerardo Ortiz. <laughs> 
Damn, that's exciting. Yeah. Get in there. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do to give them away, Cece. What do you think? I don't know. No, well done, Cece. Way to pipe in. <laughs> Cece's, always, Cece's always up for the cause. Let's do something fun. All right, cool. What is it? Beat Cece at pool at the Elwood. Good and luck. Get... Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah? No, no one's going to come right. in front of I don't know, man. I've been on fire. Shoot me a message. Shoot Sign me a message. Sign up for a haircut with Lowe's. Shoot, shoot me a message at the Emo Brown DM. The first two people to reach out will get two pairs of tickets each. Let's get it. Good for you. I hope you guys get to go, man. I'm kind of jealous I'm not going. Everything went black. I said, what's going on? And I ain't, talk, I ain't even talking about Pinchy, the, the Rolling Stones. It's all right. We look better like this. I think. We do look better. We're, we're back to old school audio version. They only. say black is very slimming. Oh, man. There you go. And we're fat again. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico City. I'm Story excited. Over. Let's I'm go. I'm excited for you. You're not going to go? No, because I'm DJing Taco Fest. Man, you're having issues with your mic. It's called I priorities. Want, <laughs> I want you to go have brunch, though. I want you to go have brunch go at El Mayor. El Mayor. In the Zocolo, yeah. Okay. I'm looking for, for advice. It's like up, yeah, you get to look the view of like the pyramid. Re right recommendations. There. Fuck advice. Don't advise me to do shit. Taco Bell. No, Taco you Bell. should go there, though. What day exactly are you going? Because I want to give you your gift before you leave. What gift? For what your the birthday. Fuck? I'll be back before my birthday. Oh, it's before yeah, your birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back Monday. Oh, I see. Wait, yeah. you're flying back Monday? Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah, and then my birthday is the following Friday. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Motherfucker, I'm going to turn 44. I'm going to look old like that white boy in the back. Are you doing a festival or anything for your birthday? Nothing. I don't do nothing. <laughs> look at I don't. I don't celebrate my birthday. I just hang out with my family. You know? I, I like to that. be pampered. I like to be taken out to eat dinner. I like to enjoy the luxurious things, you know, mm -hmm. like good food. A little pedicure action. Just nice. Manicure. <laughs> this time I'm going to open up. <laughs> no, but real talk, uh, 44 is going to be scary, Cece. How mm. is it being 44? I don't know. I wouldn't know. 45. You're like a thousand years old. <laughs> I'm excited and I'm nervous, bro. Every year something fucking feels worse. Every year mm. I feel like I break or I fucking, everything falls apart. That's how I've been feeling. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Blink-182 on the live stream yesterday. And I only wrote this down. I only wrote this down because of you, Barry. Uh, Tell me about it. What do you think? I didn't Basically, on all of the live streams, they so, done yeah, I saw Coachella. I like the first one. Uh, it was definitely, <laughs> you could tell they're getting the jitters out, I think. Yeah? I think that's what this is. I think it's. Really? I saw it. Because it's their first show back. Like I know they've been practicing show. and everything. Second show. Oh, why? Because they did Coachella a couple weeks ago or last weekend or whatever. Well, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Because oh, okay. I didn't see the second yeah. one. But yeah, it definitely felt like a little jittery, but like, I don't know. I'm just happy to see Blink Is it the again. exact same show and it's live streamed it was. again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did the same thing. Longer set, so they did more songs. They probably said different jokes. No, pretty much no? the same yeah, performance. The Can you tell Mr. Fabio to get on the mic if he's going to say some shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, I'm going to go watch it actually tonight. Fernanda and I have a plan to watch. The second stream, and I'll let you know. I'll give you they're, a full fucking review. They're playing review. again yeah. tonight? No, no, no. Uh, oh, Rewatching okay. yesterday's because right. I was at the Elwood. Yeah, oh, that was so much fun. Be before we get what? to that, let me oh, fucking finish. Right. No, no, no. Let Sorry. me finish with Blink-182. Hey, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. All right, this is what I like. I was excited when they said they were going to get back together. Nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But my nostalgia consists of like two fucking albums. You know, my nostalgia is fucking, uh, what is that? Uh, Cheshire Cat? Cheshire Cat. Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch. And a little bit of when Travis came in, even though he's stellar in the drums. But they didn't play any of that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. None of that. So they played a bunch of like, oh, you know, I miss, I miss you, miss you. Gotcha. Dude, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, on the first stream, mm. when I saw that shit, that was uh, like, they didn't even sing it. And no. it was funny because everybody's doing like the meme. Like, where are you? 
like the whole audience is to hear like a thousand people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, it was, and they were all just nailing his voice. Dude, I'd be so embarrassed. I've seen this live stream now twice, mm. and I was a little bummed that I didn't get tickets in time to go watch their tour, but now I feel like I've checked that box. Oh, I don't, nice. I don't, I don't you know, need to go see it. We bro. know someone who got very close to Blink this weekend, actually. What happened? Our friend, mm -hmm. the real queen, Bianca, was out there taking pictures. Oh, Forget she was the name on, of the artist she was out taking pictures of. It was like last minute. She, she was out on, there. She was out on stage taking photos of artists, right? Yeah. That's fucking cool. But when she was so picking cool. up her like credentials and shit, they mistook her for a member of the Blink-182 crew. And she told us this afterwards. And of course, like, what, what the fuck? You should have yeah. been part of the Blink crew. Go meet Blink. But Wait, yeah. she ratted herself out? She, not rather, she's like, yeah, actually, I'm with this person. Oh, but, boo. Yeah, I was like, come on. <laughs> Could have been fucking Travis Barker's personal no. photographer. Imagine all the content, bro. Uh, guys, guys on the team. <clears throat> guys within the Emo Brown Empire umbrella. And gals. Remember, always do it for the fucking content. All right, Lexi? <laughs> when you're out there at Taco Fest this weekend, the content. Okay. Cece, when you're slanging drinks at the Elwood, <laughs> doing outlandish shit with them big old hoops, the content. <laughs> always for the podcast, bro. Always for the fucking podcast. Always. Barry, you always do. You're, 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 you're fucking A number one. Camera's been on me for about 20 minutes. I don't know what's going on now, fool. I'm, <laughs> running, out of, you love it. I'm running out of things to say over here. <laughs> I do want to get into the 15-minute BJ, but okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to banter a little bit until we get on to there, dog. Because sure. I feel Casa's over here looking at the fuck. Is, is this better, I guess? Like this? Or what is your, what's your note about Regreso El Rey? That wasn't me. That was, uh, what's his name? Fucking oh. Caesar. He was supposed to fucking be here, but he, he dipped out on us. Something about, like, you know. Got wasted last night. Was he there last night? He was at the Elwood? Yeah. No, he I was texted expecting to see me. him. I was really sad. Well, I've been, I was blowing you. You're in the group text mm. when he was saying. Breaking uh, news, I rarely read them. <laughs> I do. Well, you know, it's fucking horrible. He said, I'm, <laughs> I'm hammered in Escondido. Not fucking <laughs> happening. When I told him to come over. <laughs> oh, wow, That's how he answers his phone, too. He, I yeah, love that yeah. guy, dude. He answers it the it, just as if he would be in front of you, bro. He's looking, <laughs> we call him Psycho Caesar when, when he taps into that fucking persona and shit, bro. And All since right. you're here, what I had texted him was a photo of you, and I said, it's such a good show. I'm so impressed by how well you played yesterday. Tell me a little great. bit about that I love show. when people are impressed. Really? Like, no, I, I thought mean, you were going to suck. Well, listen, <laughs> I hate emo music. It is what it is. I'm not, it's never been my thing. You I like Elliot Smith. You can't talk shit. Uh, why does everyone think Elliot Smith is emo? Oh, I don't know, because he killed himself? <laughs> Thank you for saying no, Jesus Christ. I don't believe that he killed himself. Oh, you think we got ourselves a nice little fucking Kurt Cobain, I think? I, I definitely mm. think that he was murdered. But suddenly we stumbled onto the fucking conspiracy theory. Anyway, yeah. conspiracy. Jesus yeah, Christ. Dude, I mean, he did, who, no, She's talking good about there. me. Come on. Anyways, so while I was there, I had the best time. I thought oh, you were yeah. so entertaining. You're funny as fuck. Mm, you're welcome. And you were so good. <laughs> and then have you guys heard him play metal Britney Spears? <laughs> no. He fuck? plays black metal Britney Spears. It's yeah. awesome. But give me the wide angle, doc, so you guys can get these fools on camera. <laughs> That song got the police called on me. You yesterday or no, prior shows? Uh during COVID. You gotta do some outlandish shit to get the police called on you at the Elwood. By the mayor. Ooh. That was former or current? Mary. Former. Former it was Mary. Mary. Mary Salas gets down, bro. She I love her. Respect. She's my name. I know dog. you don't like her. I, I love, love her. her. No, I, I was just saying, like, I, I am a shit. huge fan of Mary. Yeah. I, I tell him, like, remember that time you called the cops on me? And what did she say? Because <laughs> I played at her house. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, that does thing. 
You played at the mayor's house, yeah. and then she called the cops on you. No, no, I, she called the cops on me, and then I played at her house. That's full circle. Oh shit! Mm, sounds like a group. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a group. Oh, look at us right there. Yeah. Hell yeah, Barry. it's like the end of SLC Punk. You know, I'm trying to take down the, <laughs> the establishment from the inside. Fucking, ¿Cómo se llama el crackhead Bob? Yeah. <laughs> Barry, give me that 15 minute BJ. What do we got going on with 15 that? 15 minute BJ this week, I thought would be a hot topic. Oh fuck, I just deleted it. Nope. <laughs> We're back. All right. Thank good. you, Samsung. Uh, this one comes from the lovely people of Listverse. And it is the top 10 completely pointless, but still controversial arguments. So uh, everybody has an opinion on all 10 of these things, and I'd like to hear them. All right. Uh, when you Number 10, when you put your toilet paper on the roll, mm. over or under? Over. 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 Always over. Yeah. Unless you have a really bad cat. I thought we'd be arguing, but all right. We'll see how it over. goes. Pete likes to fuck with that shit, too, so we just took it off. Now it's just on the sink. Nice. He just right. fucking unrolls that shit. So, all right. We're a very agreeable group. Nine, cats or dogs? Cats are lame. Dogs every day. This is going to be a fight. Go ahead. You have Meow Mix tattooed on you. You can't be a dog person. <laughs> I love cats, but I also love dogs. I grew up with seven dogs. Mm, kind of like that dog. Snow White. You were on that Snow White level. I love dogs, but there is nothing. I love cats way more than I love dogs. But I love all animals. I have a python, a couple cats. I've got dogs. a dog. You love dogs? I love dogs. Nice. Fun. Let's try to guess. Um, I'm going to go with dogs. Uh, I could see you as a dog person. My sister owns a cat. Yeah? I hate their fucking cat, dog. It's named Cilantro. Cilantro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people have a really that bad... That was my mom's name. dog's name. That's so random. There yeah. it is, bro. There this one is. I know we're going to argue because we've already argued about go this. Ahead. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? no. Negative. No. no. Yes. Why yes? Any, no. Audience, anybody eat pineapple on pizza? Thank I you. bet you they're all white. Oh, they're white fucking yeah, sad. Yeah, we got another white guy saying no. We had a way cooler white guy saying no. I had chilaquiles yesterday and they put warm pineapple on my chilaquiles. What kind of chilaquiles and why are you getting them at like at fucking... I went to that one spot in... I don't know, off of 5th or 6th. In Cocina 35. Oh, we've never been there. I heard good things. It's really good, but they put pineapple on my Al Pastor chilaquiles. Chilaquiles, every day, all day, Talavera Azul on 3rd Avenue, bro. Mm, get yes, the, get so them chip, Get them chipotle, um, chilaquiles, throw a couple eggs on there. Add some mm -hmm. choricin, and it's a fucking championship breakfast. Also, right, El so. Carito is good, too. Oh, I Ooh. haven't been there. I want to go there so bad. That's a... No gentrifier. Stay out of... Uh, so we can all agree oh. on number six. You guys are wrong, and pineapple belongs on pizza. It's no, delicious. it doesn't, fool. It's fucking no. delicious. It doesn't. Try it with jalapeno. Look, it, I get delicious. it. If you're ordering your pizza from fucking Pizza Hut or Domino's, I get it, Barry. Do your thing. No one's going to question or doubt you or do your thing, bro, but pizza doesn't belong with pineapples. <laughs> sure does. Okay, number seven, ketchup fridge versus pantry. Do you keep your ketchup in the fucking fridge. pantry? Fridge, fool. Yeah. Fridge. There are people out there that fucking put it in the pantry, and there's a whole argument about it. Uh, not apparently, here. there are enough preservatives in it. It does not have to be... In the fridge. What kind of ketchup do you guys use? Do you use a fucking organic fate of a fancy one? Or? Kroger brand, baby. Okay, you're poor. Go ahead. The next one. <laughs> <laughs> we care about our health, though. We do the 50% sugar. Dude, I do that's try a, the same. I try to get the healthiest Yeah, ketchup. wifey gets that lame shit. I don't even like ketchup anymore. Wait, healthy ketchup? Why would you do like that? Like less sugar. You don't put ketchup on anything that's healthy. So why would no, you get healthy true, ketchup? No, but that's like you're when already I put ranch taking on my salad so much sugar. Healthy. So try to, the less sugar. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Ketchup? What do you put ketchup on? Eggs? Hot Be dogs. a fucking adult. The Pete uses the ketchup. Uh, what yeah, put that on you put ketchup on? For sure. Fuck. Meatloaf. The thing Meat that I... Love. Oh, yeah. You're right. I really don't I love use a good ketchup loaf. that much. No, the only thing I see ketchup in that is, I'm like, oh, okay, two things. Hot dogs, hamburgers. I never want to see another hot dog. <laughs> and I saw a cocktail de camarón with ketchup on there. Hmm. Hazeburger mm -hmm. makes mm -hmm. a bomb a spicy ketchup. Hazeburgers and Barrio Logan. Mm -hmm. mm. So good. All right, so this good. one is a tech question. And uh, Casas, you're going to be the official officiator. 
Gus is over here hula hooping, bro. Yeah, well, I'm going to make him work even harder. Mm. <laughs> Do you pronounce it GIF or JIF? Oof. G-I-F. I say GIF. Yeah, I say GIF. Go ahead, Lexi. I say Jif. Just for fun. Just for shits and giggles, you want to say. Look at just for shits and jiggles. Cece? <laughs> it's GIF. It is GIF. Duh. I, so technically, oh, so funny. the word that it uh, represents is a soft G. So it Yogging. makes sense that it's GIF, but mm. no, it's GIF. All right, cool. So, so it's really one person's supposed wrong. to be GIF? Yeah. No, it's GIF. No, it's GIF. GIF. It's GIF. Oh, but you it's, said the, the, the word. What's the word? How do you pronounce that? Generated word? or something. Mm. Uh, lame. Lame ass word. But it's pronounced with a J. Riddle me this, fool. Yif. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Jif fucking peanut butter. Is it all of a sudden Giffy peanut butter then? No, because it's a J. All right. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> Number five, where do you squeeze your toothpaste? In the middle or at the end? I have a dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you Excuse say? Me. At Was the it end. motion activated too? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. What? How do you squeeze your toothpaste? Some See, people, tooth from the of the some people like to yeah. like squeeze I'm, the tube or they roll it up. Hold up. You know? let's, let's not be presumptuous. Toothpaste is what you put on that brush <laughs> that you put in your mouth to scrub your teeth. You, you're uh, aware I of it. I do in the middle, I All guess. Right. Mm. It really doesn't matter until it's running low. Right. Mm. This is a, I, no, that's the one thing. I don't know why this one gets me mad. When I used to work at John's Crow Pizza Company when Damn, I was a little girl. Damn, that's twice in two weeks, fool. Just like another job there, watch. <laughs> no, I don't. I remember the manager asking me the same question because he's a little prick. And he thought he was better than everyone. And I was just like, it doesn't really matter until it's running low. But and he's just like, no, you're smart. You get it from the end. How many times do you brush your teeth a day? Twice. So from the bottom? Mm. So from the bottom is the thing. Yeah. You so don't you want squeeze it out from, yeah. Yeah, you like roll it up, you but that way you get going. every little bit. I get that. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise, that. if you start in the middle, eventually you have like a Grand Canyon on your tooth, the roll, you know? You don't want that shit. You got a nice even spread. All right, number four, when you're yeah. packing for a trip, do you roll or do you fold your laundry? Laundry, meaning we're done. Like, no, you're putting on the way it in back. The, when you're packing for the trip, like you throw it in a suitcase. Okay. I roll. You roll because it because I take a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. Do you like roll things together? Like I roll an no. outfit. I roll too, but I put like this shirt, idea. these undies, these socks. Bing, boom. Do you use a suitcase when you travel? Sometimes. What a lame. I have a backpack and I just fucking fold it. It's <laughs> easy. It's easier. <laughs> folder. I can I'm see like you, folder. Steve. I'm. I don't pack a lot of shit and I fold it. Wifey tried to fucking pack her clothes in my backpack. Like I have a traveling <laughs> backpack that I've used for like a long time now, and it's super easy. Just pop it on, pop, pop, pop. We're there. Hi, can I put this? All of a sudden, I got a fucking curling iron in there, a blow dryer. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So she bought her own uh, backpack this weekend. So now she's going to travel for the first time on her own. She's all grown up. She's all grown up. I tell you. Good luck. Good luck. Aww. Okay, side note on this one, though. How early do you guys start packing for trips? Uh, a couple hours a before week. I leave. So we're leaving, at, <laughs> we're leaving at four in the morning. Yeah. Out of Tijuas on, uh, when we leave for DF. I'm probably packing like at midnight. <laughs> I pack that Dude, week, like little by little. I'm packing every day. Like, oh, I want to take this. I want to take that. Yeah. Do you change your mind? Like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna like that. That's not sexy. No, I don't change my mind. No? I like, but I'm just thinking. I don't like to think last minute. Nice. Look at yeah. you, all prepared and shit. All right, we're getting close to the end here. This one is a heated debate. Hey, I like the way you change. Hey, now we're here. Now, now back. <laughs> Dishwasher debate. Do you rinse them before you put them in? Or you put them in dirty. Ooh. Wait, don't what? ask me. I am the dishwasher. I rinse them before I put them in. I feel like that's what I would do. CC? I haven't had a dishwasher in years, but when I did, you rinse and then put it in. <clears throat> I've mm -hmm. had a dishwasher since we got the pad. No, actually, I lied. We did the, 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 the what is it called when you fix your pad up? Fucking remodel. Thank you, white guy in the back. When we remodeled the pad, <laughs> we were like, hey, I'm tired of being the dishwasher. Can we get a fucking dishwasher? Mm -hmm. And we did. And it did, for some reason, it didn't work for a while. It turns out it was like clogged. They just become storage at that point, It right? did, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, fucking they were drying in there. In there or what? 
so now I use it. You know, I used it last night, as a matter of fact. Hey. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you give it a little fucking rinse, bro. I've been, wifey goes, like, you don't wash the dishes, it's me. And like, I get a motherfucker that washes the dishes. I wash the dishes all the time, bro. So I know what I'm talking about. I, Damn, Cece, you over there getting I aggressive like I, and shit. I haven't had ASMR. a dishwasher in a long time either, but I was house-sitting for my friend recently. She mm. was in Mexico, and they had a dishwasher, and I was like, this is amazing. Like a person Fine, was there washing dishes? <laughs> no, <laughs> an actual dishwasher. Oh, man. All right, what else? What else? Last got one, on? and this is going to be the good one. Oh, I, I like this one for the last one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's a white person debate, fool. I don't know. I, I have a hot take on this, actually. It's, it's, a I don't person. think it's a sandwich. Don't you don't need, like, two pieces of bread for a sandwich? They should be separated, right? Okay. No. Not with you. Anybody two, agreeing with this? Two Anybody? pieces of bread. I agree with you. So what would it be then? A hot dog. A handwich. I call, oh, that's a good. What's that's up, a good guys? <laughs> I think it's, it's closer <laughs> to a taco good. than it is a sandwich. Oh, get out of here, fool. Think about sandwich. it. Sandwich. Oh, I like that. Look at the, the day I take advice from somebody who puts pineapple on their pizza. Jesus Christ. You order tacos in metal sliders, bro. You put you separate. No, I don't want to fucking hear anything from you, sandwich. bro. I think a hot dog is a taco. Oh, man. You know, let's transcend into something good. Give me something good, dude. Something good? Fucking Pete got to meet his hero. Uh, Who's his hero? Blippy. I don't know if your kids are... Your kids are probably too old for Blippy, but Blippy is like the uh, YouTube response to fucking Mr. Rogers. Blippy or yeah. Blippy? Blippy. B-L-I-P-P-I. He, uh, he does like educational videos, like random stupid little funny videos for kids mm. and shit, but it feels safe for him to watch. Okay. Like when you need that distraction, so I'm like, yeah, you can watch Blippy. And then, you know, he just loves the fuck out of this guy. So he did a book signing up in Irvine. Uh, we went up there to go meet him and Pete dressed exactly like him he wears these like little suspenders and a hat and shit and i got some pictures of him um but he when i met blippy twinning out like and i could tell pete was like shaking like blippy. he had his fucking little oh for so real sweet. he had his blippy toy we waited in line for an hour and he didn't fucking budge like he was just ready to go and he had his little toy but then like once we got close he's like shaking and like so you could see him wanted to hold my hand like i wanted him to go walk over there and meet him but he's like no dad come with me like, <laughs> that's how you were when you met me you fuck it really was yeah <laughs> Fernando like pushed me over there. That's Go so talk sweet. to him. Talk to him. Blippy. Never heard of it, bro. Never yeah. heard of it. I don't I recommend it for adults. But I think my kids are. are I think yeah. my kids missed the cutoff because your your child is two mm. and my youngest is five. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, what the fuck did my kids watch? Some old kids there, they, but... I don't know what they watched. I grew up on Pee Wee's Playhouse, fool. That's why I'm so fucking you know well centered and balanced in life. <laughs> Pee Wee. Yeah, that's gonna you fucking cowboy Curtis. Pee Wee. Cow- I do have cowboy Curtis. Hey, Blippy. I'm with it. Where was it? Irvine. Irvine Spectrum. Yeah. All right. I don't know if Casas is available. I sent you the picture. No, he's not. So uh, I'll draw you guys a picture. All right. What's going on, Casas? Fill me in. Oh, you're fucking flipping, so that's good. No, the, um, I don't know if like the camera's heated up or something. Ooh, horny. We're too hot. We got some horny cameras, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So they all all shut out, shut off at once. I don't know what's going on. Okay, but what's going on? We'll fix it on the break. I'm I'm working right, though. So long as I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all y'all fools. (laughs) And where about Cece? Where's Cece? We can't get Cece on there? It looks crazy because well, I mean, it looks like this. Yeah, <laughs> the CC cam. That's okay. Like it, let's huh? keep it like that. The digital, the digital monocle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it looks wild. Since we got the, <laughs> but we're, we're at an, almost an hour anyway. So. Good. Since we got the camera on, you go ahead and spit some shit for something good, there, CC. I think like the best thing was seeing everyone this weekend at. Um, well, I wasn't there for that long in Chino, uh, Chicano Park, but it was so much fun. I got to hang out with Ernie Salgado. Shout out. I love you. I miss you. Um, I got to see Lexi play. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good weekend. It you had fun? You went chill. out to the Chicano Park for Chicano Park? Yeah, uh, I was out for about a solid 45 minutes. Mm. And it was awesome. And the Uber driver was awesome. Uh, oh, I wanted to bring up, I saw Sad Eyes. You guys know Sad Eyes, Sammy? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so Sammy had her booth out there, and she's amazing. And she has this awesome company called Community Over Everything. She has really cool shit. And um, I got these super awesome hoops from her friend Marissa. And I'm going to put the link in my Instagram profile if you guys want them. They're little bandanas. Ain't nothing little about them. Oh, that's hard. I love them. Thank you, Marissa. They're amazing. I'm going to get me some. Yeah, dude. It was so much fun. (laughs) Got to talk to my mom out there. Do you have cool. a, Do you have a piercings in your ear? Do you have any piercings? I tried to pierce my ear once, but I didn't make it all the way through. The fucking quitter. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You try to pierce it yourself. Yeah. With a without a gun, you just with like a needle. Oh. Yeah, like one of those little T needles from the fucking board too. <laughs> so How many piercings do you have, Cece? You strike me as somebody that has like I got a, a shit couple in my face, mm. in my ears. Mm-hmm. Yep, my body. What I have mean? other. T- I have Tit? What did you say? <laughs> I have, yeah, I got my tits pierced. That's for sure. You do? Yeah. Currently? Yeah. I had them yeah. for a long time. I had I had my my breasts, my nipples pierced for a long time. That's the only I time I see you as a nipple piercing guy. Wait, did you have both titties pierced both. or just one? Is that when you used to go to over the line and shit like that? Bro, why do you why do you hang out over the line, dog? Oh, I used to. I know. I got my my nipples pierced a long long time ago, bro. Before they were titties, and um, <laughs> I almost passed out. That shit. Did like, they do them at the same time or one and then one? one? They do one at a time. Yeah. And then my piercer did the one where she says most people are mo- more sensitive is the one over your heart. Oh. So she does that one first. The one in the middle? Because that's where your heart's at. And that's, that's the one that supposedly hurts the most. And then she does the other one. Mm. Oh. This makes my nipples hurt just thinking about it. I, I went to a place called Mastodon. And I don't think it's open anymore. <laughs> I love that it, was in, it was in PB, wow. bro. And they, they were organic as fuck. I just happened to be drunk on a sick one. And I went in and got my nipples pierced. Monday, Friday. And they're like, all right, sign this waiver. Wah, wah, woo, woo. And he fucking put my the the it was like a big old needle, like huge, bro, like a huge ass needle. <laughs> Pulls on a sword. Like, yeah, and, and he put it through. And they the first one, and then they did the first one good. And then the second one, I heard him go, oh, I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> He's like, He's like fucked oh, up nipples. Hey, we're gonna have to do this one again. I was oh my like, no. Yeah. So they did it again. I almost passed out. I almost passed the fuck out. So you yeah. I actually have a funny story. I got my my nipples pierced by my girlfriend Tess in mm. uh, Pomona, California. Girlfriend Kinky. That's where you go. I fucking love Tess. Uh, her her shop is called In Chronicles. Anyways, I was hiding it from my. I'm gonna go see my my mom and my family. <laughs> and do you show I, up without a shirt on, <laughs> exposing your nipples? I have a wife. <laughs> Her on with a bra, and we're eating lunch. And my brother across the table goes, "Uh, uh, Cece," and I'm like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Your your nipples are bleeding. <laughs> my nipples are oh bleeding God. through my shirt." Just telling me what like running just, or something. It was so funny because everyone's just staring at me. I'm like, "Oh boy, I gotta go." I, yeah, now they found out. Damn, I was bro. trying to keep it private. My first tattoo, Aww. I was 17, I think. Ooh. I was still in high school. Was I still in high school? I lived at home. So, yeah, probably. I got a TPS right here. It's not my bad. Down for that UPS. Right there, look at right there. TPS. I got that when I was 17. I was in a band. Three-piece scandal. Get pelo, champion. And um, I remember hiding this tattoo from my parents as long as I could, bro. And I want to say my sister ratted me out, that little motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, my mom was so disappointed, bro. <laughs> So disappointed. If I don't she think, only knew what she knows now. Yeah, well, she does. She watches the fucking show. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, lip piercing, eyebrow piercing, nipple piercing, dumbass tattoos, all of the things. Did you I've have done the it. little side one? Yeah, yeah. Snake bites. I thought is that what they're called? Thank Was it two? That's a snake no, just bite. Just the one. Just the one. I don't Why know. People be knowing shit, bro. That's like snake a nervous bites. snake or something. No, I, I, I don't know nothing about no snake bites, but I did have a lip tattoo, a piercing right here, and then one on my eyebrow. I pierced. These were the worst. 
Fuck your nipples. Cartilage. The ones oh, on yeah, top. Are you crazy? They hurt. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know my body. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> God, it was so painful. You don't know my fucking body. That needs to be an emo brown shirt. Oh, you don't know my body. You know my body. <laughs> <laughs> Those hurt. Talk to me about Chicano Park because I have a feeling oh, that was yes, your algo bueno. It was. I got to DJ all over the place. Mm. Um, I started at Ola Swim, so shout out to Aida. And Aida, big up Aida. Um, I DJed there, and then I had a little break, and I went over to the park, hung mm. out there, saw Betty Banks, saw smoke weed. Uh, Sammy. No, I didn't smoke weed. Freak <laughs> Scott? Did no. you get drunk? Nothing? No, I wasn't four? faded. Well, I'm talking about Chicano Park Day right now. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I went over there, checked out a couple of bands, the DJs, did the whole thing. Then I had to go back, and then I DJed at, um, oh, I did the Lumpia spot with Anahuac and Anali. They host oh, Loteria. Nice. I don't know if you know them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so DJ Viejo Lobo, too, right? Yeah, Visiting usually, but he wasn't there. Mm. So I just helped them with the music and stuff. So that was at the Lumpia spot. It's called Lia's Lumpia. If you haven't had it, try it. It's super Boss. good. Yeah. That, I, I had so it, good. and it was <clears throat> fire. That was so, so good. good. So good. And they're right next to Sicha, like right across from Barrio Dog. I went there. The and we were called fucking uh, gentrifiers. <laughs> <laughs> go home, gentrifier. Um, Looking look like Mike Dole over there. Then after that, I had a, I, go, I went to Salud and DJed. And it was popping right there mm? in front of Salud. Yeah. There was nice. a lot of people dancing and everything. It was fun. Nice. And so then sit down, I Casas, because I want to hear your shit too, bro. I want to hear what Casas <laughs> did at that fucking Yeah, Chicano. it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. But, but you were hustling too much to have a good time. I was though. DJing, but it was That's fun. That's your passion, huh? You fucking yeah, love it. DJing. Dude, you kill it. Oh. Thank You're you, so good. Thank you. Yeah. One day I'll yeah. stick around and listen to you, DJ. I don't know what goes on. What do you mean? I've never stuck around. Like, oh, I've had you at the brewery. Yeah. We've had you at the Alwood. I've never. Have. I have. I just I want to go home. I'm old. Steve like doesn't support the arts. I don't. I don't. No. And I just have I a fucking you. podcast where I put you on a pedestal and fucking, you know, <laughs> throw fucking compliments at you and, and promote you. But yeah. Yeah. Far be it from me. No. Nah. Gossas, were you out the fucking thing or not? <laughs> Oh, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Gaza fucking... Damn, look at Gaza. He's got to light himself up. Gaza's Gaza's had me order like 20 fucking cameras and apparently only two of them Oh, but also I have another... (laughs) um, Do you want to keep it on his... No, we're good. Chicano Park Day. Oh, Chicano Park Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... No, yeah, I was uh, helping out with uh, just uh, navigating all the <laughs> fucking cause <of> stress <laughs> out. <face. laughs> to recap, I'll fix it on break. I'll fix it on break. This motherfucker around 10 miles in a fucking 100 foot radius right here, bro. No, but I was helping out Ernie with all the artists and stuff that he had and like coordinating with the DJ. So I, I saw Diamond Ortiz. Diamond Ortiz. Yeah, hey, he's, he's, and he, he wants to come on. He's yeah, down for He's down. Oh, yeah, the, the fun laser. freaks. Laser, 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 laser. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, but it was cool just catching up with everybody. Um, seen a bunch of friends. It's like a high school yeah. reunion. Yeah, yeah. For a, commu- for a community. For a community. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I was bummed. Was I was bummed, dog. I had Little League, and then we had. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll parlay it into my algo bueno. My yeah. algo bueno oh, well, was on done. Saturday. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, I, I'm going to be presenting. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to oh, Eric. Damn. San Diego Music Awards. He oh, ha- he's nominated. Shit. For what? What? Best music everything. video. Fuck. Yeah, I, I can tell, sense. fucker. <laughs> Best fucking video, fucking something. Look at you over Eric's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be fun. Tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm presenting oh. the best indie rock song and then best world music album. Who's, who's on the indie rock? I'm not sure. I no. haven't looked what? up on it. She's not a big indie I just know my friend is nominated for world music, Hyrie. Shout out to Trish and the Hyrie crew. Hyrie. Oh, Hyrie. Yeah. I love that band. That's a great yeah. band. Yeah. yeah. Is she going to come on or what? Um, I, we need to get her on. We should. We, I don't. You make that shit happen, bro. Yeah. You got. You've been I'll given a. You've been given a free pass for the last three months. It's time you. <laughs> okay. It's time when for she's you to in town. It. When she's in town, I'll try to get her in here. But she's from San Diego. No. Or am well, I tripping? she's living in Hawaii right now. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Oh, I want to go to Hawaii. 
Fuck, let's do a fucking GoFundMe. Let's, let's love, go to Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> Send hey. Emo Brown to Hawaii. <laughs> I also had a fun Saturday. Tacos. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to Chicano, uh, Chicano Park Day because I was doing our beautification. We went to John Montgomery Elementary and we beautified their garden. We cleaned up their Aww. fucking garden, tip top, don't stop, everything. We power washed their fence. We re-raked all the, the sand, gravel, dirt that was on there. We put new soil down. We had like, like eight garden boxes and we put plants and plants and plants all up and down. We planted three trees. I believe it was a fucking lemon tree and fucking cannabis. All of the things. The kids, <laughs> everything. We did all of the things that kids want. Basically, this was brought to you by the Emo Brown Foundation, by El Compa Gus and El Compa fucking Justin Lipford III. All those guys were there setting it up. The list of people that helped us were many. The principal Lydia was there, administrative people from the school there. Other teachers were there. From the crew, it was myself, Caesar, Aisha, Maggie, uh, fucking Fabian. Uh, compa el Gavin, Gavin the white guy came down from he Canada, dog. He came down from Canada where white people live and helped us. He was <laughs> digging digits. Samsung Simpson, we told him that he's going to be our Billy <laughs> Madison pro- project. We're sending him through middle school, elementary, <laughs> middle school, high school, all over again, fool. Yeah. So it was awesome. We're giving back to the community. We're dedicating our time. We're volunteering. A lot of people were out there. If I didn't say your name, I apologize, but there was a lot of people that were there. Uh, there's going to be more. Don't worry. This this school, John Montgomery Elementary, is one of the schools we fuck with heavy. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of fundraising for them. We do a lot of volunteer work out there with them. The the administrative office and and the principal, principal leader, they get down, man. Her husband was there. There was kids there. It was awesome. So unfortunately, I missed it. Parlayed that into going to Little League. After that, Little League, no mamas. You go to fucking Little League? It's like all day. So I, I had nothing, dog. There was nothing. It was hot, too. <sighs> Give me something bad. Okay, well, this one is pretty bad. The fucking uh, people of Disneyland got a nice little scare this weekend. Did you see this? No. Holy shit. Uh, So there's a show that goes on at night called The Phantasmic Show. I've never Mm -hmm. seen it. I've seen it. It's uh, like a big performance out in the water where they do like lights and fires and shows and stuff. And uh, there's a giant dragon at the end. So I guess this giant fire-breathing dragon just lit on fire and is no. fucking... <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. It starts as that. like... Wow, in the very epic. beginning, it's just his head's kind of on fire and everybody's freaking out like, is that part of the show? Is it like you hear people in the videos oh talking. Oh my god, that's awesome. Was there anyone guy, on there? There's a guy right here dressed as Mickey Mouse <laughs> freaking the fuck out and he's like... Well, uh, good thing he can jump like, in the water. No, they like pulled him down in the stage somehow. Like You can see him, he's like waving somebody down. And he's, fucking, uh, he's all smiling. <laughs> he's just like, bye. And, like, yeah, so it took like a, about an hour for them to put it out, but uh, nobody got hurt. That's why I don't take my story. kids to Disneyland. Dude, I would be so stoked if this happened while I was there. <laughs> this is metal awesome. as fuck, dude. Like, oh, that was man. so cool. Imagine this kid's like, I really love Maleficent. And then this happens. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh here we go. Shit. Right here. Damn, what's happening? What? What's happening? Oh, wait. This doesn't yeah, look right kind of Oh, dang. Oh, that's real then. That's, that happened that's on not Saturday, part of the effect. Yeah. You could have oh. fooled me because look oh, at the electronics shit. around this the is neck. Some burning man shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I only go to Disneyland when I'm high as fuck, so this would have been perfect. That would've been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been perfect. Just imagine the people that oh, were high no. there. Right there like, mm. Oh no. How wow. long did it take for it to completely blow up? It was a while. Oh, it, my oh God. shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. The happiest some, place on earth. Some, something nasty. Give me something nasty, Cece. Nasty? Negative. <laughs> no, I got negative, negative. nothing. I can't share anything nasty with you guys. Why would happen? Because now my mom watches and now people are coming up to forget. me knowing my... Oh, the my life's life. down, so No, there's nothing wrong with this, but it is kind of weird when people come up to you and they tell you shit and you're just like, how'd you know that? I'm like, oh, I listened to a podcast. Ugh. So now I got to be like... Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not being nasty. Well, nobody here. does that to me. Welcome to being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're new at this, but we've been here for nasty. a minute. <laughs> no negative shit for Cece. What about yeah, for I you? It's a very um, positive crew. You guys never have too negative bad. shit. It's just, you know, getting older and how you were talking <laughs> about <laughs> No, like literally, That's like I sexy. can't be out all day long without my ankle hurting mm. or my hip or like something. The fuck you know? are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like I literally woke up, Just I couldn't even walk after Chicano Park Day. I was like, what is wrong with me? I'm getting old. And I was like mm. Googling and they're like, well, that's just what I'm happens. Googling. How old is old? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that's just what happens. And but, it said, you are old. <laughs> but do you remember like when you started feeling old? Because I'm like literally feeling old now. 30 years old. I yeah. was tip top. Nothing had ever gone wrong with me at that point. And as soon as I had fucking 30, we had a trip planned with our best friends, Gus and Pili, to go to Cancun. So we're going to go celebrate in Cancun. I fucking caught pneumonia. Oh, and I've wow. never, I've never like been sick like that. I've never that had anything like shit. that. And yeah, that's old people shit. Whole. And I, I was, <laughs> and it was during the time. Of the, this is how old I am. It was during the time of swine flu, where they were fucking um, <laughs> in the age of the swine. <laughs> <laughs> they were quarantining fuckers at the airport and, and down in fucking Mexico. If you get down, then you were sick. So I'm like sweating, dog. I'm like dying, like oh, having no. convulsions, looking like Nosfratu on the plane. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fool. And they got down and like, mijo, te tienes bien? And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm fine. And like they talked to me, but then they let me go. So from that day on, I had pneumonia. We were down there like for five days. Oh, no. I had pneumonia. We were swimming. We were hanging out, drinking, sick Spreading one. it. I was just popping fucking pills all the, the whole time, just kind of like weathering the storm. Pharmaceutically uh, approved, FDA approved. Pills, NyQuil. All the things. And then just made it through, and I came back. And uh, I said, I'm going to go to the fucking doctor. Check it out. And the, the doctor's wow. like, the doctor's like, yo, bro, you got gonorrhea. like. You, yeah. <laughs> in addition to gonorrhea. In addition to gonorrhea. He's like, you've got fucking pneumonia. There's no way you should have been walking or doing anything. He's like, what were you doing? I was like, I was down in Mexico celebrating. As soon as I hit 30, wow. I feel like my life started ending. So, yeah. So I'm starting to feel old and I'm thinking I need to be stretching more, more yoga probably. Mm. I heard... <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I'm not a yoga person. But Maybe stop drinking. I, yeah, that's it. I heard the Chula Vista Jiu-Jitsu Club uh -huh. has a yoga night there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to check it out one of these Dang. days. Look at you appeasing all the sponsors. I need a stretch. I need a stretch. That's how you stretch weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking weird stretch, bro. Good for you. <laughs> Do you feel old yet, dog? I was born old. Yeah, you, you, you look old. I came out investing in stocks and like, shit. You, you guys, like, you guys. You, know, you guys. <laughs> you age a little differently than Mexicans. Mm -hmm. You know, like I remember I had a fool in high school that was my friend, some white guy. And as soon as we turned like 25, I was like, this fucker looks 45, bro. I think there's different yeah. brands of white, though, because like some white people age pretty nicely. Not there's a K in the last name. Like the, the like Nordic, <laughs> Nordic people. Vikings look cool when they go. Oh, old. man. Let's take a break. Let's take a quick timeout. And then we're going to come back with world renowned author, writer, storyteller, and boxer, Jim Vermin Rulin. He's going to be joining us. So get your questions ready. I know you've got a boner over there, Barry. Boners with Barry! <laughs> when we come back from the break. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to die. We're back. Oh, shit, dog. You don't give me any warning. All right. Here we are. We're streaming also. Back in live stream and live. motion, just in time for the prettiest white face in the building to join us. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined today by one of my favorite dudes. Somebody I met a, fuck, maybe a year ago? Uh, a little more than a year ago. Mm -hmm. I started boxing with him probably a couple months ago. This dude, man, when it comes to people who are knowledgeable, intelligent, smart, creative, and all of the things, Jim Rulin. He is the cherry on top, man. Jim Rulin is here today to promote 
a million, a plethora of things. More importantly, his new his novel, Make It Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Vermin Rulin. Say way, bro. Good to be here. Welcome back, brother. Welcome back. I think it was uh, Saddest Mexican still. Uh, it was still Saddest Mexicans. Things have changed. We're happy as fuck. He's cheered up. We are happy <laughs> as fuck. Things have uh, turned a corner. Jim, you came in last time. You have one of my favorite books with one of my least favorite bands. And that book actually turned the corner for me. And now I am a big fan of Bad Religion. I enjoy it to the point where I've been to shows. Tell us a little bit about where you started, how you started, why you started, and what is on the horizon for you. All right, all right. Well, um, I started writing with zines mostly. That was my, you know, punk rock zines. That was my entry into starting to get published and getting putting books out. And it was just writing for a punk rock zine, getting in the van, sticking my, ta- my tape recorder in someone's face and getting the... That, was, that, that must have been... Do. Yeah, that one must have been fun, though, man. Back in the day, writing mm-hmm. zines, that's how we... Zines is where it started. And I'm looking at Barry because Barry... Sniffing glue. Ooh, oh, that's, that's that is one. That is a good, good one as well. One. Yeah, not, not, not the activity, the actual zine. Well, I'm <laughs> sure. Both are fun. <laughs> yeah, I was writing for Flipside. Flipside. Yeah, Flipside. yeah, that started in the 70s and then uh, went downhill when I was writing for them, for sure. And uh, that was in the 90s. And then that folded, I guess, around 2000. And a good friend of mine started up Razor Cake. Razor, yep. And uh, I've been writing for Razor Cake ever since. Ever since, man. Yeah. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Maximum Rock and Roll come from a zine? Maximum Rock and Roll did indeed come from a zine, man. And I only knew about Maximum Rock and Roll through no effects lyrics because I think mm-hmm. it was one of their goals to actually get up, get reviewed by them. Yep. And they got torn apart, <laughs> torn to pieces, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's the best. Based in the Bay Area, and they had kind of very strict protocol about like what's punk, what's not. And, <sighs> That's horrible. That's, That's the most punk man. thing ever, that, rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then, like, in the 90s, you had, like, you know, tiki bands and mm. things like that in punk magazines, which maybe that wasn't cool either. I don't know. Rumors of My Demise. Tell us a little bit about that book. Well, that's uh, that's in the works. Oh, did I go backwards? I did. You did. That, that one's in the works. And that's a book I'm writing with uh, Evan Dando. I should probably say uh, the Bad Religion book I'm, I wrote with a band. Mm. I didn't write about them. It's It's their story. In their words, and I spent a lot of time. Do what you want. Interviewing. Do them. what you want, bro. If you haven't checked that book out, get on Audible. I recommend Audible because it, it, it's fun to to do little uh little uh what is it called when we we do companionships with it. So I remember re- reading not only the book but also audio streaming the book and then also listening to uh, Bad Religion from when they started mm-hmm. to where they are now. I'm telling you, I was not a Bad Religion fan. Oh, I love Bad Religion. I, it, a lot, it turns out everybody Same. does. I was I was never a big Bad Religion fan. They were always just a band that was on the bill of another band that I was going to go see or on a festival that I wanted to go and check out. And then somewhere along the way, I was like, oh, man, these guys are actually kind of cool. Do What You Want came out. He, he presented that uh, book to me, and I was like, <sighs> became a super fan. But now I feel like it, it's... Too late in the game. Too late in the game. There's a lot of history in that band. Well, it's kind of funny. I I was a huge fan of um, Back to the Known, which is just a five-song EP that has the song Frogger on it. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Very, uh, it's one of the few songs uh, Greg Hudson wrote, actually, but they never play it live. And um, that's just one EP out of, like, 16 albums, and they were making a 17th, plus they have a Christmas album and all these other stuff. Mm-hmm. That Christmas, Christmas album fucks. Bro. I was scared. <laughs> I still play that shit, dog. I play that shit anytime we have something going on at the brewery for Christmas. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to learn all this stuff? How did you learn all that stuff? Uh, set lists. Mm. Oh, okay. I would go online, look at set lists, because then they're pulling from things from different albums. Like The first time like when I was auditioning to do this, I, uh, I went to House of Blues with Nuvia, my wife, 
And Shout she out knew, Nubia. She knew more songs than I did. It was a little embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, I better <laughs> yeah. do my homework. But, you know, she's she's more of a child in the 90s, so she knew all the hits, right? Yeah. I get made fun of a lot now because I do bump Bad Religion, and I never used to fucking bump Bad Religion at all. Fucking Gus is the first one to call and pull my card on that. He's like, oh, look at you all of a sudden, fucker. You're like a, a Hot Topics fan. And I'm like, no, man. I, I, I've known all of their shit forever. Like I said, I've been to... It's one of those bands that I've been to a lot of their shows, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of their shows where they were never the main objective. Kind of like if you're a local, if you were a scenester in, in the 90s, you probably went to a lot of homegrown shows. A lot of the, the band Homegrown was on every bill. Anytime mm-hmm. you went to Soma, anytime you went to Epicenter, anytime you went to any venue down here and you're watching 90s punk rock, Homegrown was on there. So I saw Homegrown and Unwritten Law like 30 fucking yeah. times, bro. I mean, if you went to the Warped Tour, you saw Bad Religion. Yep. You saw uh, No Effects. Always. Real Big you Fish. Pennywise, right? <laughs> Lagwagon, Strung Out, yeah. Pennywise, No Effects. Those were the bands that were always there nonstop. And Bad Religion was usually on the main stage and they were, you know, doing their thing. I just never paid attention until I read the book. And then I'm like, fuck, I fucked up. I've been to all of these shows. And I've gone over this story before we were on uh, on Tim Pyle's show, the, 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 the fucking, I forget the name of the, the local show. Loudspeaker. Louds, thank you, guys. That's, that's, like, that was loudspeaker. So it was on loudspeaker, and I remember it was, uh, they were promoting the No Use for a Name Bad Religion show, and my band got an opportunity to play at, on loudspeaker with Tim, and I'm leaving being the little dickhead that I was back then. CC, you would have hated me back then. You would, you, you would have, you, worse. You would have hated me worse. <laughs> and I'm leaving, and the singer was out there, Greg, and he was like, oh, yeah, you excited for the show? I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking big No Use for a Name fan. I love everything I do. Oh, yeah, what about Bad Religion? Ah, fucking, I don't like that band. Wow. And then one of the, yeah, no, yeah, real talk. And then one of the engineers or producers of the show was like, you fucking dickhead, that's a lead singer for Bad Religion. Yeah. I was like, so ever since then, I almost. But yeah, I mean, he's kind of like, honest. he's kind of undercover. He looks like me, super, right? Super undercover, bro. When you know, I first, glasses when I first saw your shirt, book, yeah. when I first saw that book, I was like, oh shit. Jim looks like he's in the fucking band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, did, when I was here, did I tell that story about People mistaking me for Greg Rapp. <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, uh, well, I I was in Italy kind of following the band around. Not a stalker situation, but I wasn't on the bus either. But, but that actually was on the bus, and I would come out. At that point, you were a stalker. I was coming out <laughs> on the bus, um, trying to think, remember, or it doesn't matter. But uh, Greg doesn't travel with the band, right? He goes on his own. So I come off the bus, and even though Greg doesn't have tattoos or anything, you know, they see Brian Baker, mm. you know, they, they see Jay Bentley, and they say me, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is Greg Graffin. And so people were always coming up to me assuming it was Greg Graffin. <laughs> Did you sign any autographs? Well, yeah. Did you yeah, take yeah. It? <laughs> so you took pictures, you signed autographs, you were well, the guy. Well, no, because, like, uh, the other guys in the band, Jay in particular, thought that was the funniest shit ever. And he made me take pictures with the band. <laughs> oh, for sure. We were for all sure. out, like, you know, out to eat or something, and I'm like, you know, got my notebook and asking questions. I had to then do a little great graphic cosplay. <laughs> My damage, Keith Morris. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. How did you orchestrate that book? How was it working with Mr. Morris? Oh uh, well, uh, Keith Morris is a Southern California legend. Legend, right? mm-hmm. you know, first singer for Black Flag, mm-hmm. founding vocalist for Circle Jerks, and now in the band Off, just released Free LSD, which I think is maybe one of his most amazing records. Yeah, forty something years after. Uh, he sang Nervous Breakdown, just kind of still a great song, dog. Incredible career, and uh, he's a radio DJ on Grand Theft Auto. Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> my <that's> favorite. <laughs> and there's, there's only one Keith. No one else sounds like Keith. It's so uh, my damage is Keith's book. I worked with him on the book, and uh, he has such a unique, distinctive voice that it was. 
kind of an easy gig in the sense that, you know, he just tells his stories. The hard part was just trying to get them all straight because he has a very circular way of uh, telling a story. Is it hard to put those thoughts on paper and actually put the, the project out or does it make it more fun? No, I record everything. Okay. You know, like that's really essential, I think, to getting someone's voice, right, is, you know, having having the recording. But, yeah, like it got to the point where I was like, holy shit, I'm in Keith Morris' Keith apartment. Yeah. Listening to <laughs> stories, you know? Geeking and, out. But then when we got down to like the last 10% of the book, I'm like, it was like, all right, Keith, you know, you'd already told me the story about 10,000 times. You know, we need just need a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, and he would. We get it. You were in Black Flag. <laughs> Corporate rock sucks. Mm-hmm. The rise and fall of SST Records. That was the last book I read by you. Mm-hmm. That one came out last year. Yep. That was my pandemic project. And that was a narrative history of SST Records, the label that Black Flag built. Some headaches came along with with writing this book, I'm assuming, since they're not the easiest people probably to work with. Very secretive, very, not only secretive, but maybe disconnected with everything. Yeah, it's um, if you don't know the story of SST, you know, responsible for like the whole indie rock revolution, along with a bunch of other labels in America in the 80s. But like everyone you can think of from that era was at, at one point or another on the band from, you know, um, Meat Puppets, Meat Puppets, Dinosaur Jr. Dino, that's right. Dinosaur Jr. was on there. Sonic Youth, you know, to the old uh, South Bay, L.A. bands and uh, Minutemen. Husker Du from Husker Minneapolis. Du. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Even Soundgarden had their first album on SST. Uh, Historic label, Barry. Maybe do a little research and link into it since you're in the music biz. <laughs> Which brings us full circle to where you are now, man. Because I've kind of gotten used to like you writing books about music history, the history mm-hmm. of, and bands. And now this one's, a, for me, following your career is a complete curveball. Yeah. Well, it's a novel. Uh, it's, uh, it's more punk rock adjacent, wouldn't you say? It, it really is. I mean, I haven't read it. I just read the reviews. I don't want to misrepresent it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's so it's a LA uh, crime story set in the near future, and um, so in this world, if you don't pay your hospital bills, then you don't get to leave. Fucking crazy, bro! I'd be stuck in a hospital right now. <laughs> they build a whole. It's like they build a whole prison system for people who can't afford to pay their medical bill in full upon completion of whatever it is they did for you. Oh, Barry, you came in for a broken leg. We casted you up. We gave you medicine. Whatever, you're free to go. Oh, by the way, it's $12,000. If you don't pay, you're stuck, dog. You are stuck. It's terrifying, but it doesn't sound that far off. Like, I, I can <laughs> see that happening. That's what a lot of people were saying. And when I was imagining this, I thought, well, like, they start rolling out. I call it conditional release. Like, you sign a form, like, I'll, I'll, I get to leave when I pay. Like, who, who's going get, to um, get stuck in these hospitals? It's going to be... People that look like me in casas. People with brain health issues, people having mental health crises, and addicts, Mm. alcoholics, you know, people with substance abuse issues. So people like you in casas. (laughs) I stay with my statement, bro. I I rest my case. LA Times came out with a fucking piece, and Chiclet didn't stop, man. Chiclet was just flooring, pushing this uh, piece to everyone over the weekend. Read this, read this, read this. Discounts here, 10% off. Do this. I was like, hell yeah. So I read it, man. They praise the hell out of you. How does that feel? Is is that kind of like a, a sigh of relief after spending a lot of time working on this novel? How long did this novel take, and how does it feel to get this kind of praise? Oh wow, um, you know, it, you know, it was a, it was wild. It was mm. really wild because it can go it can go anyway. You know, there's always like sometimes they'll lead with like praise at the top, and then they'll be like, but 
and then they'll like kind of slam the, you, stick the dagger <laughs> in you, and at the end. But uh, it was a rave review, and uh, I've been working on this book on and off for ten years because I was doing these other projects, and uh, that's a long time, you know. Um, you know, so the story. That's I told you the situation, but it, the the heroes of the story are these dysfunctional vigilantes. There's some hot vigilante action in this book. It's not so scary. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crime. It's you know action, that kind of stuff. And um, but they're all like they're all broken people too. They're addicts. And I've been in recovery for 14 years. So there was some parallels there, based on what I was reading. I was like, all right, maybe yeah. Jim tapped into this. Yeah. So uh, I felt like I had to make the book good enough to live up to the the premise of the story, the promise of the story. And I really got attached to my main character, Melanie, who uh, right here, uh, thanks the to protagonist, you. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sporting a sweet mohawk. Dude, check this out. This was brought to you by one of our very own Mimo Brown social club members, mm-hmm. El Compa Marino, Gomez Customs, bro. Yeah. Yeah, for all yeah. your action figure needs, go to uh, Gomez Customs. Yeah, man. I remember cruising on, uh, awesome. yeah, going going down to Barrio to get some tacos, and I see you and Marino just walking down the block. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, like a character cast of characters walking down the block right now. <laughs> oh, he, he's so cool. Oh, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's, and, he's uh, down. And he was totally up for the project and really got it. And you know, you're right up his alley, man. You're the kind of artist he fucking fawns over. Yeah, well, I mean, he knows a lot too, you know, and he's incredibly talented. Just go to his Instagram and like, you know, something will pop, happen in pop culture and he'll slide right in with like this bootleg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Dodgers fan. <laughs> yeah, did you see that one? CC when they flipped off the Dodgers fans and it was like. <laughs> Yeah, he made a little, yeah, uh, little logo that. for that. He uh, made, you know, I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's amazing. He did that thing with the, the Pope and the puffer jacket. The Pope like, and the puffer jacket. <laughs> like, yeah. How the fuck did you do that? You know? The prayers one. He's done a lot of them, man. Oh, yeah. he, he gets down. So for, to have two of my friends link up together, it just makes perfect sense, man. How is it putting out a novel like this that you've been working longer than a decade to kind of like formulate, put together, and ultimately release? You've probably mm. been on tour promoting this book for how long now? Well, just for a couple of weeks, it, it technically doesn't come out till tomorrow. Oof. Ooh. So, uh, Exclusive. So that's exciting. Let's read it now. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I'm super excited. I mean, you know, it's one of these things when you, when you, it's this whole Catholic thing, right? It took me like 10 years to get this thing right. And so there's like a little bit of like maybe shame that like, man, I shouldn't take 10 years to write a, you know, hot vigilante action book. Like I said, it's not literature or anything like that. And, um, this feeling of like when the review came out and people were like seemed very positive, I was like, wow, I can, I can like finally feel really good about this. Yeah. So it's almost like validation for the work and time that it took to put it together or? Yeah, something like that. I mean, the work is always its own validation mm-hmm. because that's the other thing because it can go the other way. It can be a re- review that drops right now while we're talking that says, this sucks shit, this was ripped off, this is my idea, any number of things. And you just got to live with it. Right, because it's not coming from me; it's coming from somebody somebody else. else's perspective. Yeah. I've I've already lived with it, and I've evaluated it, and I, it's the best work I can do, and put it out there. What got you into writing? Um, it was really one of the few things I was good at. You know, I was a really terrible uh, college uh, high school student. Mm. I uh, enlisted in the Navy. Uh, I mean, I went to like a private Catholic school, but I was like, you know, four hundred of us and. 399 went on to college, and my dumb ass. You were the one. Enlisted in the Navy. That's yeah. impressive. And, uh, <laughs> you were the one. I think there might have been um, another woman who went in the Air Force. But, yeah. And then I got sent out here to San Diego, and, you know, I, I was in the Navy. And uh, so I didn't really like that too much. You know, I liked San Diego, but not being in the Navy. So when 
when I got out, I went back to school with my Navy benefits and, uh, you know, went into the college essay writing class, like, we, uh, like English 101. And instead of writing about like my pet or my parents or my first car or whatever, I was writing about helicopter operations in the South China Sea. And so it was just a little bit more interesting. People were drawn in. Yeah, my instructor was like, oh, this is cool. You're, you're good at this. You should keep doing it. And I was like, wait, you're good at I'm good at something? Because I think I've told you uh, or alluded to, uh, I got in a lot of trouble when I was in the Navy. There's you know, a reason why I'm sober today. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, pay attention, motherfucker. What? <laughs> <laughs> pay attention, Barry. Pay attention. But, I mean, th- your writings are interesting for me specifically because you touch on things that I'm very interested about. As I've gotten older, obviously, I try to jump into the pool of unknowing and 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 find books that I have zero connection to and just try to be like, oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. The Four Agreements. I have nothing in common with The Four Agreements. That book and me were like, we sh- I'll never come across it until people kept telling me, hey, read this book, read this book. And I read it. I'm like, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense. This is, But your book and the topics that you touch on, I was like, well, yeah, man, that's, that's the kind of shit I grew up with. And yeah. then when you tell me about your past, I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, we're all pretty much cut from the same cloth yeah, around we're, here. We're all knuckleheads, right? And if we're, if we're on this side of the ground, we're all lucky. Mm-hmm. We have someone to thank for that. I'm telling you, man, I have kids now. And and <laughs> I did a really good job of, like, shielding my parents from what I kind of uh, was exposed to and, and grew up and did as, like, an adolescent and in high school or post-high school until I kind of, like, got a job. I don't think I finally got straightened out until, like, I was 21, 22, then I was like, oh, shit, oh, it's real. Life is real now. There's, there's there's consequences and there's things going on. But now that I have three little boys, it's weird because I'm like, oh, man, I know all the tricks, man. I had a conversation with one of my kids. I was like, hey, bro, I know all the tricks. There's nothing that you can do, possibly think of, that your mom or myself have not even done. So it's like, we're on your ass, bro. And he's like, ooh. But I get it. And it's scary because I have three little boys that are going to go through that same path. That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. they're going to surprise you. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, right. They're probably already hiding yeah. shit from yeah. My daughter got me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to embarrass her and tell a story, but. Uh, we're but we're yeah. all ears. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like I picked her one time from uh, after like a bonfire kind of thing. and uh, Bonfires. All the nasty shit happens at bonfires. She laid this uh, thing on me about, uh, you know, because she's also uh, um, lactose intolerant about having like, oh, we ate cheese pizza and it'll feel good. And she's all like puking on the side of the Oh, Lord. Uh, cheese pizza that it. smells like rumble mints. <laughs> That's a quick thinker, bro. That, I, I believed it because I wanted to believe it. I was There's like, gold flakes. She told you the story you wanted to hear. There's uh, gold flakes in her pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a gold sugar pizza? I laying in bed like I know that's not true. Oh, I know it, man. but like we need to believe it is. Oh. You know? you'll, you'll see. I don't How old see was she? Hmm? How old was she? Uh, oh man, probably fifteen. Oh, so. Yeah, it's got that age. At least she attempted to pull the veil over your eyes. Like me and my sister were terrible. <laughs> my parents busted us. We're like, yeah, I'm fucked yeah. up. We were going to teach when we were sixteen years old, seventeen years old, wow. juniors, seniors in high school, and we would go down there and just drink before I went to work. <laughs> Fool, it was ridiculous, you know? And I came back one time from partying down there, and my mom came in and caught me peeing out my window in my bedroom. That's the move, dude. And That's I was right. on the second story. Like, I'm on the second floor, and I'm just peeing out the window. My mom, Miko Casas, oh, I don't feel good. And I just rolled right into fucking bed. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I got away with some shit, but you're probably right. I probably didn't get away with anything. But I feel like I shielded my parents from a lot of the dumb shit that I did, especially when I was in a band gym. Oh, I mean, we're my younger, I have a younger brother, and we're 13 months apart, and... He got away with everything, 
and did way more stuff. And then you drag me along because I was like, you know, the oldest mm -hmm. follower, you know, for a little bit. And, for a little bit. He's <laughs> and then, and then uh, yeah, once until the Navy got a hold of me, then I was like, fuck this. You know? What does the Navy do to you? What, what was it that the Navy presented to you that flipped that switch? Oh, man. Conformity well, or what? I mean, in one sense, it was like I got to boot camp and I was like, oh, wow. It's like I went to Catholic school. My dad was a Navy officer. I'm like, I'm a square peg in a square. Well, I know how to do all this. This is easy. Um, but then when you start acting up a little bit and things get hard, it's just like, you're like, you know what? This kind of sucks. You know, not having any autonomy, any privacy. Um, and then when things go a little sideways, you really find out, you know, you know, how things are. <laughs> you, uh, once you get intimate with the, uh, I like how he starts choosing his words carefully. You really find out how things they're are. listening. Yeah, well, like you know, once you get down with the uniform code of military justice, and you find out like it's they got their whole little police and court system set up, then uh, you run afoul of that, then it's, it's trouble. Well, it sounds like make it stop draws into a lot of that experience. Yeah, it kind of does in the sense that like I mean I can't today you know when I was a kid maybe other people have this too like when I saw Bad Boys. I was like, oh, my God, what if that happened to me? What if I was, like, in jail and I was innocent and all these horrible things were happening, you know? And um, so I had this, like, fear of being unjustly uh, thrown in jail. or, And then what did I do? My dumbass joined the Navy where I basically, you know. It was gave jail. him a reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, here's your cot on this iron Welcome ship. Welcome to yeah, prison. Yeah, you know. I never watched Bad Boys. Which one's that one? Oh, I haven't watched a lot of shit, Cece. This is Sean Penn. I love that in, movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great movie. Sean Penn made famous of interviewing El Chapo. Go ahead. Yeah, so he's like... <laughs> the yeah. penis. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> what was that? Hey, uh, wild segue. Um, I saw um, Kate de Castillo at Ooh, the LA nice. Times Festival Books yesterday. Yeah? Did you get a picture? Well, it's really funny because... My wife wanted to get a picture, wait, wanted to say hi to her, but they were all <laughs> wait, like, wait, what? What? <laughs> they were all like, kind of like, it was time for her like photo op or uh -huh. something like that. And, uh, and so, um, she was like, she was nervous and Nuvia is never, she's cool nervous. as a cucumber, man. Oh yeah. She like, she's in charge, right? She was born to tell people what to do. So she was not like, you know, so she was kind of funny to see her nervous. So it just so happened, like, I went upstairs, and uh, I ran into someone like, hey, would you like your picture taken? I'm like, well, yes, I would. <laughs> and so I go up. Say less. And, like, and Kate's up there, you know, doing her glamour moment, and then I'm coming in next. Uh -huh. And, like, you know, I'm like, I can't wait to tell Nubia about, like. Fancy yeah. seeing you here, Reina del Sur. Yeah, I mean, They're like, we got the Kate, singer from Bad Religion here. Yeah. <laughs> we were hanging out upstairs. No big deal, yeah, no big deal. You know? Damn, was Sean Penn there? What? No, <laughs> but I was. That's and that's all that fucking yeah, matters, right, man. Right, Ten right. years making this book. How yeah. do you, how do you put that together? I know you say you record a lot of things audio wise, but how do you bring all of the notes, all of the ideas, and just kind of put them together mm -hmm. and in order over such a long period of time? That to me seems like it would take a ridiculous amount of discipline, and just it seems overwhelming, man. My it scattered is. brain doesn't, I can't wrap my fucking head around that. It is because it's almost easier to write a novel like of this length in six months than mm. it is to do it over a long period. Because once you're in, when you're in it, you're in it and you have like, you can, you can stay in the story. You're, you're with the characters, you know what they want, you know what they would do, you know what they would, and you're always looking for ways to, you know, surprise them, surprise the reader. And, um, but when you stretch it out and when you stop and take breaks, then you kind of get back into the dream of the novel again. It's just like just like a dream. Like the longer you are away from it, the less you can remember 
Oh, that would be overwhelming, man. It's an interesting way to describe your writing process, too. Where It sounds like you, you look at it from, like, the outside as if you're just, like, observing it and kind of, like, reporting on what's happening in the story. Is that kind of what you do? I mean, yes and no, because you want to inhabit the story so so that the reader feels what the characters are feeling, too. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about the characters. If you don't care about the characters, then you don't care about the story, right? There's not a story so interesting that, you know, if, if the characters are flat, that you're going to go along for the ride. Is this your first novel that you've put, published and put out? No, was, I wrote a, another one like eight or nine years ago. How does the process of writing a novel differentiate from telling somebody else's story? You know, well, it's funny because um, I told this anecdote yesterday, but it's like when you're writing nonfiction and you run into like a roadblock where like you need an like you need Keith Morris to just fucking tell you the story. Yeah, right? for sure. You're, you're thinking, man, it would be so much easier to just make some shit up right now. But you can't <laughs> because this is what really happened. And then when you're in a roadblock or you come up against it in a novel, you're like, man, if someone would just come along and tell me what really happened and I just write it down, it would be really helpful right now. So mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, grass is always greener. There's obstacles on both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. It's, I t- it's not easy. That seems like a daunting task, man. Like most of the shit I do is just like quick. I got to talk to you quickly. And you are, it seems like everything's very planned out, very strategic, very just the way you need to do it. I'm the tortoise, you're the hare. I guess so, man. I'm a fucking rat. That's why guy. I'm not going to spar with you. Why not? Why are you afraid to spar with me, man? Because I'm ready. You're, I'm the tortoise, you're the hare. Yeah, yeah, let's spar with the big slow guy. Yeah. Let's do that. Do you um, ever like, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We're having a bro fest over I'm here. I'm sorry. But now I'm like, yeah. now I'm in it. Now I want to hear it. Do you know the outcome and then you write your way to the outcome or do you write it and then the outcome happens? I generally know the outcome. I know how I want it to end, but I also like want to be surprised along the way. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really outline. I just kind of know, like, I just need to know enough ahead of me of where I'm going. I need to know a little bit ahead, but I don't need to know all of it. Got it. Some That's of the most so creative cool. people have to be writers, directors, all these people that just have a vision before it's actually happened. You're writing it as you go. You're creating it as you go. There's really like no vision of it. But then all of a sudden it just happens. That seems very difficult. Very, very difficult, which is why I want to spar with him. Because <laughs> I think I think his brain is extremely wrapped up in what he's doing. That well, maybe I, think I already have a scenario in my head for how. Yeah, he I already knows how this is going to end. Yeah, he's like, I know it. He's going to take a knee. He's going to pull a King Ryan. <laughs> no cierto, no cierto. You've said you've been out there doing this for two weeks now as it, as it relates to promoting yep. and on the road. What does that feel like? What is that? What is that? Do you just go to different cities and, and go to bookstores? How is your approach different than everyone else's, if at all? And yeah, why are we well, your favorite? Well, yeah. I, think, I think I'm uh, a little fortunate in the sense that, um, you know, I've written these books about punk rock that people care about. So people want to ask questions about Keith and bad religion and SST. And like the SST book, that paperback hasn't even come out. So, you know, I'll be talking about that book still when I go out on the Hell road and yeah. talk about this. So, um, touring so, with two albums. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, these, you know, obviously. Black Flag has a lot more fans than I do, mm. right? So that helps, you know, uh, in terms of getting people to come out and see you and be interested in what you do. So is that a little nerve-wracking on your end? No, not at all. It makes Good. it easier. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I was actually a little nervous before gearing up for all the promotion because, like, I when I did the SST book, and this may sound naive, but I was really surprised um, just how many people were interested in that story. Um, I just always assume it's punk rock. It's going to be, you know you know, a small group of people, you know, the minority of people will be interested in not 
everyone, right? That's punk rock. It's, it, not, it's got that's the punk rock mentality yeah, right there. No, yeah. because the shit about this, it's punk. Yeah, it's but it's so much everybody. drama. There was just so much drama be. surrounding that. It always seemed like it was so secretive. And then any story you would ever hear about bands that were on that label, yeah. they weren't good stories. No. You know, all the stories that came out, they were like, well, fuck this label and fuck this guy. And da, 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 da. So when you told me about it and I actually started like delving into it, I was like, damn, I wonder who he's going to talk to. I wonder who from SST is going to step up and say, I wonder what bands are going to step up and talk about this. And that's what was intriguing. If it's intriguing to me, I know it's going to be intriguing to yeah, well, a shit I mean, ton of people. Conflict is the engine of story. Hell right? yeah. You don't want to hear about like, oh, we all had a wonderful time. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> no, and real real talk. That was, that was a real good book. You, that was your first audio book that you narrated? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Is there something that we can expect on this? Uh, I'm working on it. I'm yeah. working on it. Uh, well, how hard is that to do? Is that Because you made it seem like it was a, a process to get the rights to narrate your own book or... Yeah, well, um, well, the SST book, you know, that was sold to a publisher, and we also sold um, the audio rights along with it. And uh, every every book deal is every book is different. Every book deal is different. So it's not like, you know, where you get the same check every time because they're different publishers, different circumstances. And when I collaborate with these other artists, they're not even my deals. I'm like, I'm the I'm the guy they hire to do it. So um, it's all very different. We've not sold the audio rights to the novel, and um, so I'm by hoping. design. No, we just you know. Um, you just sold it strictly on the book rights, or the the mm-hmm. written portion of it. Oh, so that's cool, man. So Potential. Yeah. If, yeah. You, so, if you need, if you need some uh, additional voices in there in that audio book, Casas is always available. There we go. Casas <laughs> has a soothing voice like syrup. I rent you a couple of the voices in his head. <laughs> Seems like you have a very punk rock approach, obviously, duh, to the way you do everything with your. With your works, um, yeah, very, very DIY. I very DIY. Say. You have a label. You have label. Do you have a, <laughs> a, a production company that that backs you, supports everything you do? Publisher? No, I mean it's. I've worked with different publishers. It's like it's like a lot of different things. Like the previous novel you asked about, mm-hmm. um, that was a small indie press that got bought up by another indie press that got bought up by a big press, and so that book is forced to fortune. If you go online and look for it, it says it's under Simon and Schuster, but. I never dealt with Simon and Schuster. So it just uh, gets handed over, over, yeah, over, it's over, just over. One of those things that uh, you know, out of your control. Like once you once you sell a book, you sold the, the rights, rights the and book, everything. Yeah. Oh man, that's scary. That's wild. Yeah. Does that mean they can go back and like make edits and stuff too? No, like, no, or? they can't do that. But it's like selling a record or selling a movie or you know any kind of like intellectual property. I, I wouldn't know. I don't sell anything. <laughs> Barry is true to the punk rock form DIY. You know, he just gets drunk beer every show and just goes on stage and strums his little guitar and sings covers of Green Day songs. Out of you, Barry. We love you. I love it. You're amazing. <laughs> Let's get into a little bit of Idios Mio. This is a segment where Lexi, who was here last week, she was not here last week, so we weren't able to do the Idios Mio with you. You Welcome keep saying back. that, but I think she was. Was she here? Well, I, mean, I was. Cece handled it. Cece. <laughs> Go so ahead, Lexi. if you ever, I can ask you guys, had created an em- embryo like with your wife or whatever, and you weren't going to use it, you already did all, you had all your kids, would you sell the embryo to somebody that wanted to use it? Top fucking Hell dollar. yeah, make Absolutely. that money, girl. Yeah. Absolutely. And how much would you sell the embryo for? I think I would show them a, a, a picture of my children. <laughs> and be like, that's what this guy's sure? doing too. Let's hear. And it. be like, check this out. <laughs> These kids are all fucking future studs. They get down. They're very talented. They're Promise, gonna, I wore socks. <laughs> they're going to be modest like their father, yet you know, highly intelligent like their father. It's all going to be good. I would sell top dollar on each one of them. Well, what? Oh, what yeah. price? Uh, pff, nothing short. Uh, I don't know. Fuck, hundred thousand an egg. <laughs> 
Yeah. Is that a lot or a little? An oh, egg, like a single egg? Yeah. Is that what you're Well, asking? this is like an embryo. So the, the egg and the sperm have already created a baby. So that's this called is a zygote. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I paid he can't say hundred thousand. He can't say good. BJ, how much? At least one point five mil. <laughs> nah, okay. don't be Have you seen Pete? Yeah. Yeah, he's a <laughs> yeah. Even with a big old scar on his forehead, he's gonna be a he likes blippy though, so I don't know if I like that kind of shit. <laughs> so there's this he like also likes Mario Mexican influencer. I don't know if you guys know him. He's like on Bling? Mexico <laughs> Big Brother. His name's Pancho de Negris. And uh, he's trying right. to sell his embryos for $2 million each. Oh, okay. Dang. Anyways, it's sparking controversy. He says the reason, the same thing you said, that U.S. The kids, dollars or pesos? U.S. dollars. Right, gotta, he says the out. kids are going to be, be good looking soon. and apparently they're going to change the world and oh, that nice. they're worth $2 million. So. No, my kids can wipe their own ass. That's pretty much the extent of their talents right now at 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric, do you have the video ready? Because I'm going to start talking about um, one of, of the Pete videos I sent you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Would you sell an embryo? Absolutely. Jim, at your age now, having a full grown daughter. Would you sell an embryo? Oh yeah, I'd and let. would you attach the fucking hey? I'm a I'm a world renowned author. Oh yeah, I traveled <laughs> the world as a seaman. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that interview would not go good because be like it says here you were an alcoholic. And, uh, yeah. Oh wait, that knocks things up the price. You know, like, yeah, like, I, yeah I baby's my, gone. What drink? Uh, you know, my wife is the brains and the beauty of this operation, so I let her handle it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I like, get my cut. Fuck, so $2 million $2 makes 100000 seem like a bargain. I got some good-looking little Mexican white boys. Yeah, they're so cute. I, I, feel they're like, cute. I feel like that's top-notch, oh, you know? No, Not white like the white guy over fucking Cece's fucking shoulder. Eric, do you, you have know? the picture of the that's family? Show him. I feel like you couldn't... <laughs> I feel like you couldn't give those zygotes away. But <laughs> I charge you for trying to sell them. I sent Eric a picture of the family. Let's see if he them? has it. All right. So this no, guy that's not them. Oh. That is not a $2 million That's another story coming up. It's the family of four. The four family of four. I don't think I have it. You, you, just, have you it? shit on somebody Shoot. for no reason. <laughs> Hold on. Let me send it to Eric right now. It's airdropping right now, Eric. Oh, damn, dog. I just sent it to you. Oh, to those families are probably heroes and you just shit. Let me know what you guys think. Us. Oh, Look at a hundred thousand dollars. I think that's a good. Hey, my kids are healthy. You lowballed. Yeah, <laughs> you at least a million, dude. I feel like no. Oh, there Look there. at that's the family. In today's economy, oh, a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. He looks like an avatar. Full circle. So <laughs> you can't even like, put a down yeah, on a house. Dude, that Is that an AI like, family? Yeah. yeah. That kid needs to have his ass kicked by already. Yeah, like a background on like a Windows computer. You know that kid's a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 the little girl's cute, but the other oh, one. Man. Don't oh, you no. dare talk about Bryson like that. No me gusta la yema mi huevo. No quiero yema mi huevo. Get your hair cut or no Cheerios, Bryson. His name is Brian. No. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'm two Brandon. million dollars away. <laughs> those are those are good looking kids, and they're probably wholesome and upright. But I don't want. Wholesome. I don't want the psychos. No, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Look at that thing. Do you Jesus think that Christ. they would like follow too? I wonder if, like, if someone bought his zygotes. The families. Do you I, like think you, he, I like how you just you went, that, went with Zygote. No. I could be horribly wrong. Well, yeah. Hold on. Like, well, I don't know. That's like an X-Men bad guy. But I wonder if he gets to like check on them like once a year, once every 10 years. No, like gets to say what? hi no, and like. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's the no, worst. That's, that's weird. weird. That's too. I don't know. Maybe. 
$2,000. Maybe it comes with services beyond. I already got paid. That's a severance package. As soon as that check cashes, I ain't never going to see Junior no more. That's like selling rights to a book. It's out there. It's gone. I got more of those. You want a sequel? Exactly. This chamber is loaded with more of a new one. No, actually not. I have a two-year recovering vasectomy guy. And I'm here to tell you that my that's why yours should be worth even more. The struggles <laughs> you have to go through to produce the psycho. In the in the process of getting the vasectomy, they asked me if I wanted to freeze any of my uh, my sperm. I was like, no, this is it. This do is you have rat. to take a psychological um, review yes, before you it, do that? It wasn't uh, it wasn't from one week to the next that I got the uh, vasectomy. It literally took three to four months to get mm. everything solidified. Yeah. It took over a month simply. To get a follow-up appointment with my the the physician that was going to handle because it, because they want you to you change your mind, like to be able to. Do mm. I told that motherfucker, I was like, "Yo, I'm fucking 41, bro. I've got three little demons under my belt already. <laughs> there is no way in hell I want to create another one." But hey, mm. if you freeze them, you have mm. to keep. You can't just take them home, right? They lose the flavor too. <laughs> I don't know where they keep. Them. We have a second fridge in the pantry, <laughs> yeah. for the garage. And that's where I keep them, bro. They're all names. Yeah, bro. It's like, oh, that's Vicente. I got he, reads some, he reads some bedtime stories. I got, I got tamales from fucking Christmas time. And then I got my fucking and little samples, Vicente, bro. They're there, dog. What I'm saying, it's a hustle, right? Margarita pre-made mix. Uh, you do not want to mix those up. Here, I got you. I'm never, you I'm never drinking a pina colada. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Next question. There's a super gross video floating the internet, sparking outrage this video shows a Washington State middle school staff and students participating in a game that involved them licking clear plexiglass oh, simultaneously. Shit. I saw um, this. The kids and staff were instructed to oh, lick the marshmallow fluff off the sides of the plexiglass. I um, think this is how you make teachers that ultimately right make here. out where they're students. Uh. Look at this. Look, it's so on one side of the glass is a teacher. On no. the other side is a student. No. Yes. Absolutely not. What the fuck? Look at uh, dude, that guy's into it. Look, he's like, hey, let me like that. It's fucking plexiglass. Uh, oh, no, that's, that's not okay. No, no. That's gross. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody calm her down. I wifey and I saw this and we thought that was on some fucking demented, deranged shit. Well, look at right? every week that's there's cool. this teacher that's already hooking up with her students. And I feel like this is how that happens. Hey guys, yeah. let's have an assembly where everybody pays a dollar to make out with their teacher behind a pexy glass. Mm -mm. No man. Plexi or pexy? Because I said pexy. Because I'm thinking of sexy. Plexi, plexi, when I say pexi, pexi is that plexi. soda. Even the kids were like <laughs> yelling, pexi. that's gross. Not the ones licking the glass. <laughs> no. Know. You know they were failing. <laughs> they needed they needed some fucking grade boost really quick. It's like I'll lick this fucking glass for a fucking B. So what's the outcome? So I right now I don't know. Type. The parents are pissed. We'll oh, see yeah, what happens I'd be next. Pissed too. What can happen what? though? What can I happen? Don't know. There was no physical. They're contact. mad. They're mad that they didn't like. I guess stop the game from happening. That is so. We send our kids this public educational Beyond. system for mm. education. Mm. Although, <laughs> although, I can't even finish that sentence. I graduated in the late '90s from high school. There was a lot of dumb shit that we. I used to get away with some dumb shit. I had, I had friends. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. That Laser fucker would Latino. get on a sick one every day for school, bro. After at, during lunch, he would get a bottle of Jim Beam and buy a. Coke from the ASB and fill that Coke. That's the move. Yeah, oh, yeah fill that Coke know. with Where's Jim Beam. Uh, we'll tell you in a little bit. <laughs> he owns a brewery. And he would walk into the bathroom and just pass out. And it was the bathroom where the uh, students with special needs would be in there. So his pants would be down, peeing on self. It was 
This Jeez. is not too far fetched, is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, okay. There was a lot of lunatic shit that went on in high school when I was a youngster. Mm -hmm. So would I get mad at my kids at this? Absolutely, I would not allow it. I would I would feel like I would be the one to be like, well, no, what the fuck? We're not doing this. I also so feel like that was not the kid's idea. Yeah, that was like is, some creepy PE teacher like, let's lick some glass. Yeah. The kids were there doing it though. And then they're, they're the, stupid. Uh, yes. Kids, will do kids hard are dumb. Like Post-pandemic that that got a green light. You know? Well, to I be know, fair, right? there was they're licking the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. Like, clean it with like rubbing alcohol oh, first. Oh, like, man. Like, that's, so oh. gross. But, like, when I was in the Navy, we did Here we go. Like, a Navy story. You know yeah, it's going to be a sick one. Get it, get it. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, there was legit hazing that would go on. Hazing. Different rituals. Like, Have you heard the shellback initiations? I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, I can't tell you. What the fuck? He's about to issue a cold red or something. A cold red. Wow, my it's Midwestern just, coming it's out. A ceremony like when a ship crosses the equator. Yes, I've heard of this. Uh, there's like the regular breakdown of the Navy like stops and it's like officer enlisted that all falls by side. It's like, have you crossed the equator before or not? And can you prove it? If you have, you're a shellback. If you're not, you're a polywog. And if you're a polywog, the shellbacks get to haze the shit out of you. Some yeah. purge like, shit. So I would start swimming towards the equator just also, to get over it. Also, all the tattoos that come along with it, like the anchor and like all these things have different meanings and all mm. the things. Yeah, I heard, I went through this whole, uh, this is so it. interesting. Well, let him really talk know. about well, it. Well, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> it's, you know, it's part of the solemn mysteries of the deep. I can't really tell you. I'm bound by mm -hmm. Rex. Mm -hmm. but, um, but there's some gross shit that happens. We had to like crawl through garbage. Okay. Like, Wet garbage, which is what it sounds like, you know, like food. Sounds you know, like Lexi's Thursday over. night. Yeah, go ahead. So, <laughs> so far, there's no hazing. In your chonis? In your underwear? Yeah, I mean, you're like, you have to stick your face in it. There's, like, corporal punishment. They, like, the shellbacks dress like pirates and kind of. Sounds slap. like just fucking fraternity boys will be boys shit. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, like, you can. Fuck that. You can wallow around in some wet garbage and be just fine. Nice. But wow. nobody put hands on you. Or did they? Were you made to consume ungodly amounts of liquor doing these things? No, no, it was, it was all alcohol-free, which just made it Ooh, also made bizarre. It. And also the fact that <laughs> an officer might be next to you. I, I was just a deck seaman, right? I had no training whatsoever. I but there might be some like... Barry's <laughs> semen comes from his dick, if that makes any sense. Naval Academy guy next to you going through High quality, thing, too. You know? That's crazy, man. I don't understand how our government allows these kinds of things. I don't know. I don't know if they still do. I would be interested to know if it's still a thing. You know? It is. It is? Yeah, just talking to someone about this. That's why I think it's funny. I heard all about it. Yeah, it's pretty right cool. On. And I'm sure like... He can't tell us, but you can tell us some shit. Yeah, what do you hear? <laughs> I'm kind of drunk when I heard this story, so I don't think I'm going to be able to repeat it back. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What? Right. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Being in the Navy alone sounds like it would be overwhelming. You know, you're out to sea and you probably get a little stir crazy out there. Do you have a lot of free time when you're <laughs> no? no, nothing. No. You're you're grinding the whole time you're there. Pretty much. Well, like you're just tired because yeah. you're also standing watch. And if you're not standing watch, you're working. And if it's then if you have some time at night where you're not on watch or you're not working, then you're sleeping. Do you ever see some outlandish shit like fucking UFO shit or no? Uh, I saw stuff I couldn't explain. Ooh. But. You know, there was also putting a lot of things into my body that I shouldn't have been too. So it's Q-tips. Like, yeah, yeah, Q-tips. Like, yeah, so blew my mind. Did you get one beer a day? No, you weren't allowed like, the one. That's like some kind of like maybe they do that in Australian Navy. Oh, is it? Because in the U.S. Navy, there was no alcohol on the ship. Because oh come on, then why would I join into that shit on. and you know drink it all at yeah. once? 
Did you guys make your like pruno or something? Did you guys make your own? No, <laughs> no, no, so it's a lot like prison. It wasn't like you? a floating prison. No. Where, like, we <laughs> would go into port, mm. you know, and things like that. Oh, Unless Thailand. you got in trouble. Oh, oh Thailand. I've seen that. Jim's not saying shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> you go places like, like the gas lamp quarter. It was the worst of days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I never went to Thailand. No? Fuck, man. That sounds crazy. I don't think I would have. Breaking news. I don't think I would have been good in the armed services of any sort, dog. I, I, I think I talked shit too much to fuck. I would have gotten dealt with ASAP. Probably in boot camp, they would have broken me. I would have gone home. Fuck. They would have issued yeah, the code red. Yeah, just, the, just from the talking back thing. I'm bad. But, I mean, it, it comes from a place of, like, I want to learn more. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it comes from a place I'm a piece of shit, man. It's like, do this. Why did you do it? Steve just wants to understand the world. It's a crazy mixed up world, right? But think about it. Look at Fraternities do that shit all the time. Yeah. I remember I have friends that were in fraternities and it's like, why are you going to pay money to have friends? And then not only you're going to pay money to have friends, but you're going to roll around in gravel mixed with glass and potential. It just sounded ridiculous to me. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, always scandals, right? Mm-hmm. Alcohol poisoning. There's a guy who died from chugging water at a fraternity uh, rush pledge thing. What? what? Yeah, like they made him chug, I think, like a couple gallons of water, like. Oh, yeah. All the way, and he like yeah died from it. Too much of anything is a bad time, Barry. Too much air, you're going to suffocate. Too much water, you're going to drown. Too I haven't reached that limit yet, <laughs> but I'm trying. So I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out too much with Lexi all of a sudden, because all my questions now are like alien-based, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed oh, that. Talked about ghosts Everything's yet. all UFO and shit and ghosts. So you saw some shit out there. You're in the middle of nowhere, bro. You are in the ocean, and you're standing watch, so I'm assuming you're outdoors alone, just kind of, you know romanticizing in the ocean okay, thinking, so thinking of future novels so i was on this ship right and i was standing to watch on the fantail and there's stars you can the stars are amazing out at sea by the way and then i just had this sense that like it got darker and it felt like there was something over the ship where i could see stars here and there but not directly above and when you're out at sea it's not like carnival cruise lines it's mm. like you can't see any lights that the ship gives off so you can see straight ahead and I just felt like there was something blocking out the stars right above our ship. Wow. What was it, man? Don't leave me hanging. I need to know. What the fuck? can't see. <laughs> it was his next novel. It Did was you the record next it or you just stay silent? No, just this kind of... like the 80s. I didn't have any recording. I just... Yeah. It's crazy because now shit's no, coming out. I mean, out, report though. it. Like, did, oh. so you felt like it was weird. Well, no, did you like, act on that? Because you know, like, like some one of your friends is going to be the messenger of the watch on the bridge, and you're not going to be like, uh, uh, I it's think dark I out feel here. something weird out here. You know? <laughs> it's really dark, guys. <laughs> and it would be like there was a guy who was a little too into his crystal and was like, "There's 27 porpoises off the starboard bow." I mean, they, you know, they. Took him off the boat. We didn't see him again. The shrooms, bro. The sh- <laughs> overseas shrooms, I hear, is a whole different bell. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what either of those things are. Fuck, it's just weird that all the things that are coming out now, because it almost seems like they're declassifying a bunch of shit that uh, military service, like Navy specifically and Air Force, I've seen over the over the decades. And now a majority of them are here in good old San Diego. Majority of them are all here. Everybody's like, um, trying to come here. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I fucking, that's why our people came here. Next one. <laughs> there, Lexi. Oh, you want the last one? Are you ready for this one? Oh. Are you, oh. motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready so, for me to Google this one? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple with three kids that found Wait out their cousins oh, after shit. taking a DNA test 10 years into their marriage. That's why you don't fuck with that 23 and me. <laughs> oh. The wife started searching into her family tree and noticed her and her husband had some relationships 
connections. So there she ordered a DNA test. Now they're fest. selling that zygote. Oh. Boom. Here's the famous related. couple. They have kids. Here's the famous couple. Their yeah. kids are fine, but yeah, they're related. That guy looks yeah. like he's a product of incest, though. So can you yeah. imagine, like, we're <laughs> just No, like, a little bit distant, but, like, I think they're, like, uh, fourth maybe cousins or something like ah, that. they look in love. Leave them alone, dog. Yeah. That's, that's all right. That looks like Albert. Is it? Go back, go back to look at that fucking Albert. Defi- found out definitely not cousin? a two million dollar zygote. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> especially hearing the backstory now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is an EBT zygote. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in a comic what book where the do, print though, is just a little off. You found out you and your lady were cousins. Uh, I don't. What the fuck, me? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a that's a crazy one. Real talk, because we're from Chula Vista. Everyone, yeah. I feel like there's. <sighs> <laughs> I feel until this people are connected. Look at my family like would vacation with wifey's family when we were younger. And their family is from my wife's family is from the same time my mom's family was. Oh and my no, god. You know, so it's like you, you guys just, could be you just don't want to dig distant. too deep. You know, you just don't want to dig too deep, man. You know the, <laughs> oh the truth will set you free, Steve. Nah, but you bring a valid point for once in your life, Barry. Doing hey. 23 and me shit. Doing 23 and me shit. I'm pretty sure not only have people gotten caught up in DNA with unsolved mysteries, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been some things that have popped up for like in the oh, in the yeah. family roots. Yep. Like, yep. wait a second, your tia was my fucking cousin. What the fuck? Yeah. What's going on here? You know, uh, I'm still doing it. I'm I have a go. friend that found out he was had a kid when he was 15, but didn't know about it. He didn't know he had a kid at 15. Well, he had sex with someone, but she he had sex at 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. She got pregnant and had the baby and put it up for abortion, but he didn't. I mean, sorry for adoption. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a little too late. Just puts Jesus it right Christ. up. Right? Fifty dollars. <laughs> Give me fifty dollars, or I'm putting it up for abortion. I love that. Like, where her brain instantly like went for it. Absolutely abortion. Adoption. I thought my novel was dark. Yeah. 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 Make it stop by Lexi. Oh the foreword by Lexi. Yeah. Make this stop. Pay or die. Friday, Monday. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> so, what did these guys do? Um, what do you mean? Did they? They're, they're divorced, still together. together. They're still together. And their kids they're, are absolutely normal. Their kids are normal. Yeah. I wonder I if watching. they're gonna tell the kids. You like? Have, well, they don't you know, know your mom and I now, bro. They don't have a choice. That We're shit, a little closer than you thought. That that shit's out there. It's over. The, the kids will right? know, and they're gonna get ridiculed, especially because Casas put their photo up now. Mm-hmm. Trying to sell their zygote. Where are they from? Um. I don't remember. Mm. I think Texas. 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 All right. I'm going to reserve my Texas opinions, but makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. I don't know what I would do. We have the whole Irish Mexicano thing. Go ahead. Tell me how we're brothers. We don't have to worry about it. And I realize this. I've told this story before. Mexicans are pretty rock star level in Ireland. (laughs) If you know a Mexican or you are one, by all means, take a trip across the pond. Go into Dublin. Have yourself a good old time. Travel with your Mexican passport. Let them know you're from Mexico or a bordering city like San Diego, and they're they love you. We didn't pay for shit. They Just were wear a Mexico a jersey out there. They were yeah, we did, and uh, I, I did. <laughs> I don't I did. think it'll work for you, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> I am from Guadalajara. I've worn worse things. <laughs> no, they loved us, and I, at, during the drunken stupor, one of the guys said, "Yeah, bro, I can't use a fucking Irish accent. It's first, it's a disgrace, and, and I don't want to get my <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know when they were fucking brothers? And I was like, go. oh shit, how? What happened? Uh, my people fought for your people. All this bailer, and he went down and was fucking passionate about it. He was all about it, and he just bought us all drinks. Yeah. Now he found out like, he was yeah. Scottish. Yeah, it was like, wow. wait a second here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> William Wallace? <laughs> no, but real but, talk, man. But all over Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Not all over. I went to a couple of places that we weren't liked. Mm-hmm. 
Spain fucking hates Mexicans. I don't what? know if you, yeah, oh, bro. As soon as I got there, like, you have a round face. You're you're Mexican. <gasps> well, it's like, no, I just drink. I what part of Spain <laughs> yeah. you're I'm just, <laughs> just puffy. <laughs> it's the like, salt. Like, like, don't like different parts of Spain. Like, they're very racist over there. They're colonizers. And, and I felt it. My wife, you know, because she's like, what did it fucking result say? Like 60 something percent Spaniard. She's more Spaniard than Mexican. Mm-hmm. And they saw her like, oh, muchacha. Blah, blah, blah. And they saw <laughs> me and them motherfuckers like, they wanted me to build a pyramid or some shit, fool. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's sexy. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I love I love traveling in Europe. It's, it's eye opening. You know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, we don't have a, an opportunity to travel. A lot of people here in, you know, the States to go. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Add a little more Miracle Whip to your sandwich, my friend. Wait, <laughs> but when you travel, you get a lot of eye-opening experiences. You get to see what, you know, what the world is really like. Fuck, even traveling down south, bro, to Mexico, like Guadalajara or whatever, you get to see what the world is really like and people's perception of us. Yeah, what they think of America. <laughs> they, they don't think much of us. I'll tell you that much, man. Yeah. So, I don't think much this, of us. This is going to be your first time in Mexico City, I've been there, but never like to hang out. Oh, like yeah. Oh, okay. So I've been in the airport and shit, but we've been. Uh, I go to Guadalajara a lot. I'm trying to go next week after I come back from Mexico City oh, yeah. for my birthday. But We're, just kind of hanging out there, you get to see, like, okay, shit's real here. We don't give a fuck about us. They're, you know, like every we view the U.S. as being like this holy pro- promised land of freedoms and liberties. Where then you go down there and you get to see what people are like, what real freedoms are. You can do whatever fuck you want, and it's okay so long as you're not wilding out. I don't know. It's weird. And going to Europe, it was it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, it's like um, someone pointed out, like who is visiting the United States, like how there's rules everywhere. There's signs for everything about what you can't do, and it was like uh, they live like the mm-hmm. with the glasses on. I'm like, you're right. There's there's like don't do this, don't park here. There must be this all like yeah. everywhere. All Not the, all one siren, bro. Not all one the- siren in Dublin. We didn't hear one fucking siren. There was no police officers mm-hmm. anywhere when we were in Dublin. Nothing. We went in there and we're like, do they have security here? Don't people get wild and shit? They're like, nah. Everybody controls themselves. Everybody pretty much patrols themselves and their group. They they know how far to take it and where not to take it. They don't want to embarrass themselves, their family, or their culture. Yeah, you know? but also don't fuck with the bouncers. And don't fuck around. Yeah, because yeah. you, you will find out. You know. And then we went to London like a few days later. Fuck that. It was like New York City. It was like L.A. It was just wild. It was just like, it just seemed like everything was just loud, obnoxious, and in your face like it is here. Mm. But over there in Dublin, chill. Dublin for me was a lot like Guadalajara. It's a lot like Guadalajara, rather. It's very chill. It's People mind their own business, and they're, but on the same side, they're very welcoming to you. And they'll, they'll come up to you and be like, where are you from? Like, what's up? Woo-woo. And they talk to you, and they engage you. We got to London. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Everybody looks yeah. down. Everyone's looking at their phone. It's like, you know, it's like walking in L.A. It's like walking in downtown San Diego. It's like walking in New York City. Fortunately, San Diego, it's a little bit different. You know, we're a little bit smaller, and we don't get a lot of that. But when you go to, like, New York and shit or L.A., it's like nobody gives a fuck about you. San Francisco, nobody gives a shit. And it's like, it's, it's different. So I encourage yeah. you, Barry, roll your quarters. Do your thing. Put your beautiful son in a commercial, get some money, and go travel. Dog. That's the real move. Put that kid in a Gerber commercial, but he's too old. <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of friends in Ireland, and like I've learned a lot about hospitality mm-hmm. from them and like what it really means to be to welcome someone. And I mean, first time we went over there with our family, like my friend's sister moved out of her apartment so we'd have a place to stay. Oh, yeah. Like, who would do that? Out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Airbnb. Where did that come from? I like that. Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's hospitality, that's right? You know, where you, had, you hung out in the in a castle during the pandemic in Ireland, dude. <laughs> no, no, was it, it was, a castle or was it? Was it? A little, it was a little tower. Mm, oh, Just a small a tower. tower. Rumble still skin over here, bro. No, Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> still skin. 
She's just snatching up kids. Tower. Oh, man. Traveling during the pandemic must have been rough. Well, that was this was before the pandemic. Oh, my bad. I think. I didn't do enough research on you. I thought you had the or the Rona when you were out there. Oh. Well, I went out, when I went back, I did catch. Yeah, and I was stuck in. Belfast you like traveling? Do you travel for business or for pleasure mostly? It's always it ends up being about business. Yeah, I'm always writing and I'm always working on something. So, do your books get released overseas as well? Some of them. Okay. You know, you know, Bad religion for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, there you can buy the Bad Religion book in Polish. You read it in the language. No. No. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What kind of question is that? You look no, Polish. I'm not gonna I don't read know, bro. a Polish like, version know, of a book I wrote. Gotta make sure they got everything right. <laughs> hey, bro, I, I will begin to assume what nationality you are, though. If I see a white guy like you, I'm like, this motherfucker's probably Scottish, Irish, fucking English, all of the all of the lands. Ireland, England, all Poland. I'm ish. I mean, I'm pretty I wanted, ish. I asked for, if I could have a copy of it because mm-hmm. I thought it was a trip to see a, a book I wrote in Polish because it probably never happened again. But Did you do like some sort of like reading reviewer out there? Have you have you gone on tour to promote the brand in Poland? Anywhere in Europe? No. Well, I mean, not for the Bad Religion book no. because that's what Bad Religion's for. It's their book. Their Any story, books? You know? I could see you being big over there, man. Fuck, that must be awesome. Look at you. I don't know. Maybe Look at I you, need a hype man. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Bryn. You don't want us as hype people, dog. You really don't. <laughs> you, we'll, we'll get your ass canceled in, in fucking. <laughs> Laser Latino. Laser Latino Productions presents the PR special of the day. No, I imagine. Let's, let's get it going somewhere. Fuck. When, where, where have you been promoting this book? Uh, mostly right Southern California. Mm. And then I'm going to hit uh, the Southwest. I'm going to go to Arizona. Um, is it next week? Next week. Uh, go to like. Tucson and bookstores. Like and, well, it's funny. Bookstores, record stores. You um, should do um, San Diego Zine Fest. I should do San Diego yeah. Zine Fest. But they, the thing about the Zine Fest is they tend to want you to like make your own books, not just write yeah. them. Hmm. You know, and, and I do, do I do some of that too. Um, but I always miss the deadline for some reason. Because you, know? you don't want to do it, Jim. No, oh, I've okay. done it before. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Oh no. shit, man! Uh, I mean, zines. That's that's my DNA. Is zines. Mm-hmm. I love zines. I go. I support. I support other zines. Do you still have any zines from back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. I still You're a collector, them. or like still yeah. got all that? Yeah, I have some. Yeah, it's it's hard to like. My impulse is to keep it all. Mm-hmm. It might be you know valuable in terms of the information it contains. Not valuable as in like I'm gonna make money on punk rock zines. Cause, but that's not what it's all about. No. I'm even it, worse. I hang on to band shirts that I haven't fit since like high school, but like you're getting fat, Barry. I'm getting pretty fat, but I, I think I'm like, oh, I'll give these to my kid one day. I'm like, he's not gonna give a shit about this random hardcore band yes, from my fucking will. high school day. Like, I loved it when my mom fuck. gave me her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Barry has a collection of Nerf Herder fucking t-shirts. No, even worse. <laughs> I like, I take offense and like all these bands from like down here, but like his mm-hmm. Ghostbusters yeah. shirts. Julia's the hardcore. Yeah, That's right. Well, like I don't know, like you know, my daughter's <laughs> very hard to impress, so um, so. That didn't go well. You know, she was not collecting my shirts or anything. What does your daughter uh, think of what you've become and turn and doing with your life, sir? What What does she think? Is she you know, in all of your accomplishments? No, she's not in all. Like she's like, well, one, she's way smarter than me, so like she's probably <laughs> like, that's a nice little hobby you got. There, you know? <laughs> she's like, you misspelled your <laughs> apostrophe. Exactly. Yeah, no, she's she. I'm super proud of her, and she's uh, she's gonna be one of the people that's save our messed up planet someday so um, i'll be working for her good i think is nice. how it's gonna end up working out, fuck well that's know. that's a bad sign when all three of my kids are proud of me fucker that's a bad <laughs> fucking sign bro i come home and like daddy we love you yeah. how awesome were you today i was like on a scale of one to ten miko probably 11 <laughs> do you have anything else for the world Thank famous you. jim ruin today look at this guy dog fuck 
it's awesome just to sit next to him. It's weird because I want to punch him and when we're in the ring, but when we're here on the podcast, <laughs> I just want to, you know, embrace him and have him tell me cool stories. So you guys mm. actually spar? Not yet. We have, oh. but not not with not with this fucking guy. Not with the vermin yet. He's so much taller than you, I think, right? AJ nothing but a number girl. Oh wait, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen anytime. Soon. No. Oh man, I want I want to spar chicle. I think this Thursday is. We should do that here. No, 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 no. Pay per view it and then I'll drink strong. along. Yeah. You sneaky strong. He he told me he out of his own mouth he's like Steve I don't want to spar with you because you punch really hard. I'm like that's right. Yeah, but chicle harnesses a lot of like darkness. I think he would unleash that shit on you. With each other. Huh? Why do you have to punch so hard? If you're gonna do something, you got to do it right. Am I tripping or am I tripping? I, nothing yeah, in my. I don't know. That's how it goes. You guys go a hundred. That that's what our coach tells us. Our coach is like, "Hey, really? when you're in there, you need to go all all in." And I was like, "Fuck!" Jeez. All right. So I went all in against the coach, and he popped me right in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, and it hurt. <laughs> and it fucking hurt. Newsflash: getting punched hurts. Yeah. Forget all that. Forget the pain. Are just you the... wearing stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a cup. Pretty. <laughs> no, you're 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 drained. It's cardio to the max, oh, you know, yeah. like I had my watch on tracking my, my cardio and how many calories I burned. It was like I burned 500 calories in like 30 minutes. It's like you died wow. three times. You're just in there. You're just jumping around. You're moving every part, every limb of your body. Everything is moving around. You're throwing so many punches. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not, you're just kind of acting like you are. So that takes energy. That takes force. And then you're protecting and you're kind of like, you know, preparing to get a putazo. So it's just preparing to get hit also takes like energy. So the whole, everything you're doing, the whole dance is just, uh, 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 which is why I'm not talking shit on Ryan Garcia. You know, you go online and you're seeing everybody oh, just yeah. talk shit on that guy, but it's like one, all the training that he's put into and just videos of him punching. It's ridiculous. These fuckers, like they punch hard. There's a couple of dudes at our gym I know, like, that are youngsters. They're like early twenties, late teens. And they are like undefeated. They're professionals and they're going in the ring and they're just balls to the wall. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I could have never see that. Have you ever gone into the gym and be and see people working out on the bag and be like, yeah, I didn't like, know that people could hit that hard. Like you it's know, weird. It's, a little scary. it's very scary. Cause these kids are like 10, 11, 12 <laughs> and they're, Jeez. they're, and they're just whooping the fucking bag. And they're going, huh, huh. And I was like, oh shit. But they're, yeah. but they're so cool. Oh yeah. Everyone's cool and respectful. Yeah. I think that's the one thing people like have a, a, a misunderstanding about specifically in jujitsu and jujitsu, you just see a bunch of weenies going out there trying to hurt each other, whatever. But then at the end of the day, you realize all the effort and then discipline that goes into sparring or rolling with somebody. Cause at the end of a round, everyone's like, Oh, much love brother. I love you. I appreciate it. Thanks for mm -hmm. the hard roll. Thanks for this. Thanks for that. It's awesome. Nobody really wants to hurt each other, but they're fucking ready. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you this as a bit of advice. If you're in the streets, BJ, if you're in the streets and you see a dude with flip-flops, short shorts, a tank top, and fucked up ears, walk away, dog. Because those dudes are I typically do that from all people. I don't really like people. <laughs> those, I just, I like my dark little corners. Those your ass Ruka in shorts. the most polite way. Yeah, they're wearing Ruka shirts, bro. <laughs> yeah. a fucking, uh, Affliction. Uh, 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 hang 10 fucking tank top, bro. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck this guy. And then, oh, bro. I have a friend like that who... Uh, he's yes, like, I'm right he here. Lives, What's up? He lives oh. up in Seattle. No, I said he's the badass. He's, uh, <laughs> he lives in Seattle. And, uh, and he's all into into boxing. And he's super fit. He has like a, a heavy bag in his like basement. So mm. he's like one of these guys who's like, I want to punch the bag and write and punch the bag and write. And Anger, like, release. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like he, I think he like he travels around because he like does his readings, does his teaching. And I think he dresses stupid on purpose. Fuck with me and find out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I know fools like that in jujitsu. Not in boxing so much. In jujitsu, I know fools that act like weenies on purpose to antagonize somebody and draw them in and be like, you're in deep waters now, my friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're, not, you're not coming out of this one. That's not cool. But, it isn't. But, <laughs> but, like, but if you're going to like wear like some crazy stuff and people want to talk shit to you, he's mm -hmm. like, 
he'll just like straight up like okay what's our homie what's our homie's name which one what's his his new name which one for? The, the, uh, that we saw at uh, the 420 event hey ron gallego uh, uh oh elias uh, but oh. what's his other name but, but, pepper brooks, pepper brooks. Oh, pepper brooks. <laughs> hey dog when your name is pepper brooks you're yeah, asking if you guy. have like a fucking unicorn tattooed on your face yeah or you have like stars a galaxy a constellation on your face <laughs> yeah you're asking for somebody to but shit on you yeah. but scary, as i've learned from the four agreements you're not supposed to make assumptions though yeah. so you should really check that habit <laughs> did you get that book read to you or did you read it it's he's reading of, it to me yeah he's, dude, it's he's working 30 on 30 pages you fool. <laughs> yeah. it is very slow all right let's wrap this up though. we've been on here for a while but i did have one question actually so let me fuck all that, <laughs> <laughs> fuck all that. i was curious because you you invited me into your layer dog you invited me into what i presume to be your safe space when it comes to creativity and creating in general i went down to your studio your loft how do you prepare to write a book like any fucking book do you hang out there do you seclude yourself isolate yourself from everyone family friends and just go in there for like a certain amount of time or is it just kind of like do you set appointments and, and parameters for yourself no i think like i'm not too precious about it mm. you know i have a very blue collar attitude about it like you know if i had my laptop you know here i, w- I would start working on something you know if i was It'd be difficult Anywhere. since we're so funny. So I think <laughs> you, I, I feel like you would be distracted. And then yeah, Steve yeah. said, <laughs> the, the like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, pretty sure that's how Steve types. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Just net banging. <laughs> it's like, maybe go into the warehouse, bro. I don't want to distract you and shit. Probably steal my jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's all I got for you, bro. <laughs> Jim Rulin, fuck yeah, bro. This is the second time around. Yeah. I see you twice a week. Make It Stop, a novel by Jim Vermin Rulin, my guy, my dude, the guy who's, we're going to be punching bags for each other soon. Good luck on everything. Book out tomorrow. Audio book out shortly thereafter. And we'll see where this one takes you, dog. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Fuck yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Jim yeah. Rulin. Talking about how many ways a woman loves